Now Nick Jackson on doing the back. What is that? Gummy bears. Gummy bears all over the ring. Joey Ryan, the spirit of the gummy bears. What an idiot. Come on, man. Save, I don't care. Save Candace. Gummy bears are stupid and delicious. Welcome back to your regularly scheduled programming. This is once again the Stupid and Delicious Wrestling Podcast. After a slight hiatus in format change of Pokemon Go, um, we're back to talking about wrestling again. That's true. However, uh, we're still all playing Pokemon Go. That is also accurate. However, I've been lazy as shit this week and have had no Pokeballs for like five days. You have uh, you have issues with balls. Yeah. I'll and not having it. any. Yeah, that's... True. Story people, of your life. People already think I don't have balls, so the fact I don't have Pokeballs, at least now they're just like makes right. it even worse. Yeah. So, how's your week, sir? So far, so good. Um, nothing major to uh, clamor about. Um, there you go. I did have a hell of a lot of fun tweeting Raw and SmackDown this week and Battleground. Uh, well, th- I didn't count that as this week, but yeah, last Sunday I tweeted Battleground as well. Yeah. I've done a lot of tweeting. You did three days of tweeting I did. in a row about wrestling. How was, uh, was... It was roughly eight hours of wrestling tweets. Probably nine, except for uh, the main event uh, nobody was really super hyped for, and Steve was tired, and I was at Steve's house. So, so you peaced out. So I said, hey, Steve, I'm at your house. You can kick me the fuck out. It's not going to hurt my feelings yeah. if you want to go to bed. I mean... I wondered why this the is, tweet stopped. This that is your explains. home, and you have three small children. Yeah, if you're I tired, I got you. And he had work the next day and stuff. As too. did I, yeah. yes. So. Okay, well, uh, how was was this weekend the bar crawl? Yes, Saturday night. How was that? It was good. We hit uh, three or four bars downtown, and then Steve's preferred, preferably, is some redneck-ass dive biker bars. Sweet. And we hit two of those in the Greenville area. One I would go back to. It was pretty fun. They had a live band. The other one, uh, yeah, I'm not so sure about. Will said that if he hadn't been so drunk, he'd have probably feared for his life. Okay. And I said, Will, there were four of us guys, and the only guy who even looked a bit threatening, possibly, was the DJ. And he had on, <laughs> and he had on glasses, and was a fat guy. So I wasn't, I wasn't Super concerned. Worried. We were getting the fuck out. I've never gone into a bar and not come out in one piece. So I wasn't going to break that streak now. Fair enough. Fair and enough. plus, it's Steve's birthday. You can't let Steve get stabbed on his birthday. That's true. That's true. But he did sing karaoke twice. He's it made it through this many metal shows without getting stabbed. Yeah. I don't think a redneck dive bar is what's going to take no. him down. No. The cool thing about the second one was it was a pokey stop. Awesome. So we just sat there, and uh, me and Matt were playing Pokemon. Will and Steve are not, oh. not Pokemon people. Although Steve's in now. He texted me oh. and said he caught a Rattata. Nice. I was like, so you finally caved and are playing, huh? <laughs> now, his wife is a big Pokemon player. I was going to say, it's hard not to when your significant other is playing. Oh, yeah. I was I was looking at Pokemon uh, Sunday night, and she came in there and was like, I just checked my phone because I heard Pokemon noises. <laughs> She's like, I thought you were catching stuff in my living room. Nope. Said, no, that's just... my living room where we catch everything. Well, she catches shit there too. Really? Yeah. Nice. That's good. Uh, it's weird how some people's houses are like abandoned. Uh, my neighborhood is a dead zone. And then everybody else's are packed. It's very odd. Yeah. Just the way 
stuff pops and like yesterday we were driving around me and cat and or two days ago and our shit did not match at all like she had snorlax and psyduck and all the shit i wanted and i had rotatas and pidgeys yeah i'm like the fuck yeah at work my boss plays oh yeah and sometimes some days we'll have you know hers will go off and mine will go off and it'll be the same uh-huh. critter but you know different uh different cp or whatever but today that did not happen fair enough she was running into geo dudes and fuck other I shit dudes and i got two of them now fuck i would trade you for one if i had if they had that feature what <laughs> well, i don't think trading is a good idea i don't either i was just saying if they had that feature i would exploit it i don't i don't i think there should be a transaction fee if you're going to trade like it like should cost you your coins gold coins yeah yeah that's probably what they'll do because if they put in free trading. Oh, dude! Everybody that knows everybody is going to trade the shit. It's going to kill the game. It'll be one forty-two for everybody, just um, like that. It's like uh, Madden and NBA have all these like fantasy card draft modes now, but one person will come in there and buy up all the cards and fuck up the whole like server economy, and it just kills it. That sucks. Yeah. The best, the best fantasy draft just in single player mm-hmm. was Madden twelve. Okay. Had the best fantasy draft set up for just single player, like career mode, dynasty deal, where you just start a draft. And then in 13, they ruined it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was just useless. Yeah. I I can't keep all the years straight because I've been buying them so many years in a row now. But uh, Yeah, I bought it, 12 like a year late because that's yeah. how I used to buy those games. That makes they're, sense. They're worthless a year later. Yeah. Or 10 bucks. If not less. On sale. Yeah, garbage. I caught a good uh, Funko sale for that Stone Cold. He was only $5 at GameStop because they're trying to clear out all the ones that aren't selling. Oh, not so, bad. Yeah. I wasn't going to buy him because I already had a Stone Cold, but then it was only $5. I'm like, okay, for $5, I'll pay All that. right, then. I'll take that. Um, I'm still looking for uh, women's action figures. Yeah, I am too. I need a Becky. I need I- a Becky and a Natty. And an elite Sasha when they come out. Yes, also need that. I ah, picked I picked up an elite Lita. Oh yeah, Steve found Steve that. Steve hooked you. me up, found it at Toys R Us. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Day sucks. Pops. Oh, and uh, they're going to be Toys R Us exclusive in a three pack. Okay. So I'm going to have to talk to our buddy Brandon and see if he can hook a brother up because I don't trust getting an exclusive like that because half the time Spartanburg doesn't even get them. Spartanburg is a Toys R Us? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's actually where our buddy works. But um, I've only ever been to the one that was on Haywood Road, now on Woodruff Road. There you go. Um, trying to think what we did. Avenue Q was fantastic. Was it? Uh, Spartanburg Little Theater did a fantastic job. Um, the people playing Kate Monster and Princeton and Rod were very impressive. Now, what really impressed me, they had people pulling double duty. Oh, really? So they didn't have a single number off. Like, they were playing two different puppets. Yeah. And they would just hand off their puppet that wasn't talking and go backstage and grab the other puppet and do the scene as the other puppet. Holy shit. Fucking, they must have been exhausted. I bet. That sounds Um, exhausting. And there was a guy guy playing two of the two-handed puppets, so he had to coordinate with the other person. Shit. Fucking impressive. It has to be a very hard show to learn. But it's hysterical. 
Um, I believe it. Everyone's a little bit racist. Of course they are. It sucks to be me. The internet is for porn. It is. Um, the more you rub someone, as sang by an Asian lady. Yes. Um, you know, lots of shit. Schadenfreude. Do you know what schadenfreude is? Nope. It is happiness at the misfortune of others. Oh, yeah, I'm into that. So they have a whole song about that. Um, Gary Coleman sings it, which helps. Of course he does. Uh, it, fucking fantastic show. If anyone is doing a production of it near you, go see it. It's so good. And we saw it for like 20 bucks, so it was fantastic. Not a bad deal. What makes me excited is that they're doing this. Last year they did Rocky Horror. This year they did Avenue Q. So every summer they're going to do a play that will kind of be frowned upon by powers that be. And they, like, confirmed that this time. They're like, we want to do this every summer. So I'm hoping next year we'll be Book of Mormon. Because I still haven't seen the Book of Mormon, and I really want to see that. I haven't either. I would go to that. Yeah. Um, Written by South Park guys and making fun of religion, I'm totally in. Well, Mormons are nuts anyway. Um, Yeah. And I've actually listened to the soundtrack of that one, so I have a general idea. I bet it's fantastic. I bet it is, too. And speaking of religion, I want to get on a very small tangent here a little tirade a little soapbox if you will let's do it there's a guy who uh works for a company that does work for us a subcontractor if you will he's having issues uh like i think his dad has cancer or something they're not giving him long to live blah 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 you know just not good situation whatever so he's talking about how he wished that uh because he smokes right he said that he wished that uh, like he, I think he said something to the effect of that God would lay conviction on him to just put him down. And I tried so hard not to laugh at him because I thought, dude, if you really want to quit cigarettes, just stop motherfucking buying them and stop worrying about a deity helping you. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. It's true. And then he had some metal piece at work that looked like a pan. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'll write my name in the bottom of it and pass it around when we're at church. And I said... Watch out, because they'll take your money, too. And he goes, hey, now. I'm like, well, what? It's a church. That's what they do. Yeah. They take your cash. That's true. But him asking a potentially, I won't just shit all over it, but a potentially fictitious deity in the sky to help you quit smoking. Quit smoking. I'm certain that he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like if there is a supreme omnipotent being, it then give doesn't a fuck, give a fuck about your you Newport smoke. habit. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, does not give a shit. So so you wanting this conviction in your heart to quit smoking makes me laugh hysterically on the inside. Fair enough. But that that was my he said that this morning. I thought, what the fuck, man? Just if you don't want to do it anymore, don't do it. It's called free will. We have that. Yes, we do. As humans, we can express free will to do whatever we want to do or not to do. Just like we had the free will to be a Pokemon podcast for two weeks. We did. We made that choice. Mm-hmm. We had the free will to do whatever the fuck we want with this shit. Damn right. But um, that's all. I'll stop there. Ah, Sammy, move. Um, yeah. Avenue Q actually has an argument over whether Jesus was black or white. And then they're like, no, he was Jewish. So, I like that one. Um, the The funny and racist joke that I've heard is that Jesus was black. Because his father was never around. Oh, ouch. Ouch. Funny. He only knew his stepdad. That's true. All right. Makes sense to me. I agree. Um, Then Sunday we went to PWX. We'll get into that. 
probably after all the WWE because there's a lot of WWE. To there's a up. whole lot to talk about. This so week. much, so good. Um, so maybe we should quit bullshitting. Probably, and because uh, WWE had an amazing week. They had it one hella good week. Be- this- uh, VH1 used to do a show on Saturday mornings called Best Week Ever. Yes. I think WWE had their best week ever. They've had their best week probably since Attitude Era, for sure. Oh, yeah. 100%. Um, it's because I wasn't sure after Battleground, but then they just killed it the rest of the week. So, uh, You want to do Battleground first? Let's do it. Okay. Um, I won the picks belt by one, I think. Oh, yeah? Um, But... It was very close. You almost got me this time. I know, and all I did was pick opposite you. Yeah. The only thing that we didn't, I didn't technically pick opposite of you, uh, was when we chose Sasha's partner. That is true, and that's actually what gave me the win. Oh, so yeah? I'll take that. Um, pre-show was Usos Brizongo. Brizongo uh, got the win on the Usos. Well, the Usos are, people love the Usos. It doesn't matter whether they win or lose. True, but, like, they they've been so irrelevant for so long. I'm hoping they kind of give them a little more of a spotlight on SmackDown since they're away from Roman. I'm sure they will now, and this was pre-show on the one of the last. Well, other than Super, uh, Super SummerSlam, Slam. I sound like Eva Marie now. <laughs> other than SummerSlam, it'll be the last together. Oh, if you need an Eva Marie pop, they have them at Game. I Star. do not do pops. I know, but I'm just saying anyone that does that listens to the show. They, oh, right, you're talking to someone besides me. Kevin Owens, Bray, and Eva Marie are there. Brett will be out in a couple of days, and GameStop apparently isn't even going to sell Seth Rollins. So i got to figure out where to get Seth Rollins. Well, his naked penis is on the internet. That's true. Um, but yeah, Brizongo won. I don't remember how. There's some shenanigans. Uh, yeah, but they got it. It didn't make the Usos look weak. There was some distraction No, and, and Brizongo just hopped out in a hurry. Yep. Um, all right, so we opened. This was, I feel like, a big vote of confidence. Opened with Charlotte, Dana, Sasha Bailey, didn't they? Yes. Um, which, and it was fantastic. I mean, you want to open your show with something that's going to fire the crowd up. So that means they trusted these four girls to get the pay-per-view started right, which... They did. A year ago, that would not have happened. Um, no, it would not have. They would so, have uh, They would have buried them mid-card, and that would have been the end and of it. And it would have been a three, four-minute match. Yes. Um, but it was a good match. Uh, I got to admit, Bailey, I kind of had a feeling it was coming. Apparently, the live crowd could see the wacky inflatable. Of course they could. Tube in, so they knew it was coming, too. I got a little emotional for her. I was very excited to see her. I was happy as hell that she showed get up. that moment. It was very cool. Um and they all Apollo did it, and Bailey does it, and everyone that's debuted on a big stage like that. Yeah, you see them stop for a second and just. Do you look blame at them? It. Like, holy shit! I finally made it. No, I don't blame them, but it's it's fun to watch all these NXT guys have their debut because yeah. uh, shit like that flies by in a heartbeat. Yeah, you gotta you gotta at least you know stop and the, and and soak it in for the a moment. only ones I think didn't do that, and I may I probably didn't notice because I was there was Enzo and Cass. They're the only NXT call-up I've seen not stop for a second on the ramp and be like, holy shit. I did it. Yeah. I'm here. Um, Made it. Hell of a good match. Sasha Bailey get the win. So good. So good. Very the nod, well done. The nod to Eddie Guerrero was the best. Yes. Was that – that was the next night, wasn't it? 
Wasn't that on Raw? Oh, shit, you're right. That was Excuse on Raw. Excuse me. That you know what? Belt. So many women's matches. I know. It, it was a fantastic week for the women. You're right. That was um, when she got her kick from ringside. Excuse but me. But Bailey, I feel like she fit perfectly on the big stage. She did. I don't think they need to be worried about her connecting or anything at no all. the crowd fucking they, that was the largest pop i'd heard in a while that was the biggest pop of the night and there was some crazy yeah. shit the rest of the night um new day versus wyatt's uh kind of forgettable to me wyatt's got the win wyatt's got the win i'm not sure why uh xavier had some weird like hypnotized moments and then he got angry and tried to take on the whole wyatt family and, and but they can't go any they anywhere with that because they split them up like yeah. it would have made sense to have like xavier get pulled in to brace colt and break up the new day or something like that or at least would have been a story whether or not it made sense it's True. a great story but um yeah because that would have put that would have put xavier with bray and Bray's on raw with the new day so yeah so it doesn't make any sense well bray's on smackdown not with the new day braun is on that's raw. right because he had that shitty squash match bray and rowan are on uh Smackdown. So, anyways, it's going to take us forever to remember. You're right, because show. I'm fucking this up left and right, and I'm um, generally the one with the best memory around here. Next, we got Rusev versus Ryder. Fucking American flag gear, looking great. Got a pretty big pop. Yep. Still gets his ass whooped by yes. Rusev. There was not a single moment I thought Ryder had that match. And the camel clutch, a.k.a. the accolade, mm-hmm. that Rusev's doing now, where he falls back and just... Just bends you over. Okay, why did he start with the old accolade and then go into the new accolade? I have no idea. It was very odd. I'm loving it because that move looks painful as fuck. Yeah, it looks like it hurts way more than the old accolade did. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Rusev's good, man. Like, I don't mind him. Nope. Being around, he's he's entertaining. He does well with his. And he spots. comes with Lana. And he comes with Lana. And I mean, he looks good in a ring. He once a match, he pulls something. I'm like. Damn, that's a big dude yep. to be able to do that. So I like Rusev. I would like to see Ryder with a belt, but I don't want him necessarily take it off Rusev either. True. Um, the The only problem I have is that the Rusev with the U.S. belt the second time around doesn't have as big a feel mm-hmm. to it as the first time. He needs to switch it out for the European Championship. Uh, but see, that's not as heelish. If you're it's a Bulgarian, totally. no. If you're carrying around United States champion, that there's no American that can take this belt off of a European. Why yeah, am, that's true. Why am I even holding this belt? I'm the best thing USA has, and I'm not even fucking from here. Fair enough. Okay. Um. Next, we had Zane versus Owens. Those two dudes could just fight until the end they of time. They fought every month for six months. Yes. And they keep topping it. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how they're doing this. What is there to understand? Those two guys have worked together so much and so long that it just flows. The brain buster on the apron. Yes. The sheer rage out of both sides when Sammy hit that first Haluva kick and then stopped. And you could just see him like, no, I'm going to fucking kick him in the yeah, face Yeah, he's like, again. I'm fuming. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna done with this bullshit. Yep. And he did it again. I didn't think they were going to give him the win. Um, you thought when he stopped, it was enough time. I thought to where Owens is going to recover gonna and pop counter. up power bomb yep. him, and that's going to be it. I'm glad he got the win. Uh, it was a hell of a match. Like, yes, I, I'm not a fan of Meltzer's ratings, but if I was rating this, fucking five stars. <laughs> Great, and a little bit of a slow build, 
um, very indie style, Japan style, like start out kind of, oh man, this is all they're giving me. And then it just went balls to the wall and it was great. Yep. Um, story and emotion make things better. Yes. Do Not to mention you have two world-class wrestlers. True. Yeah, they have to be two of the top that know each other ten in the world. Right yeah, now. and know each other better than any of the other top ten. Yeah. Oh man, so good. That fight forever shirt definitely appropriate. Uh, very. Um, I bought the red and black Sami Zayn shirt today because it was on sale, and I needed a new one. Right but, on. Um, well, since you framed yours. Yeah, it's over there. But goddamn, that's a good match. And maybe maybe I'm so into it because I love both of them. They're like my two favorite things on anything right now. Yeah. But, man, it was good. Yeah. I agree. There's not a lot of bad you can say about that. No. I can't find any chinks in the armor of that match. Um, Natty versus Becky was next. It was I'll let good. You cover that one. I I watched it and said, all right, this is. I thought it what was I a. Expected. I thought it was a solid match. Uh, there was like a couple of awkward moments. Uh, when they were doing holds or trying to submit one another, there were a couple yeah. of tiny bungles yeah. there, whatever you want to call their slight miscues of whose leg and whose hand is where and getting out of each other's way. Fair uh, enough. But it was a solid match. Yeah. I, I felt like they uh, they were a little overshadowed. Um, it was hard to live up to that first match. By that first match. And, yeah. it, and it had nothing to do with them. It was just... Yeah. Uh, it was um, it was like the 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 Charlotte match was that first high yeah and then Becky and or excuse me Becky and Natty came out and it was trying to recreate that first high well and, and they, anybody who does they drugs followed knows probably that they the match of the night yeah that too that doesn't help yeah it do exhausted that. a lot of people yeah because uh, I mean just thinking back to when we were at Mania after we saw Saber Hero we were dead. Until the main event. Yeah, for show. Callahan and... Uh, um, well, that match was terrible. It was so slow. Callahan no. and Thatcher. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And we they're ex- not bad wrestlers. That's no, the problem. No, both of them are great. It wasn't like we were watching um, Turd A versus Turd B. Yeah. We were watching fucking Timothy Thatcher and Sammy Callahan. Yep. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, Natty versus Becky could get real interesting if they let it be a story. It could. If they stop just doing the, I'm mad at her, I'm mad at her. They let them develop and go at each other. A little backstage and cut some promos. something. Yeah. Do do some Zane Owensy things because they have that friendship. They met fucking forever ago. Yeah. So that's they a were both working with story. each other in Japan. Yeah. Um. So do it on the women's side. It worked for Zane Owens. Yep. They can both work. Let's do it. Yeah. Why not? They're both on SmackDown. Why not take the same winning formula and do something for the women's side? Yeah. It would make sense. But it was a good match. I enjoyed Becky getting the win. Yeah. She she's earned a win once. No, Becky didn't get the win. Natty did. You're mixing up. Shit again. Natty won on the pay per view. Look, nine hours of wrestling in three days. Is just I know. Fucking it, fried my and brain. It was honestly, it was all so good that it all blended the together. Are running together. Yeah. Um, other than this one, Miz versus Darren Young. Fuck this. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Wait, what? Because it ended in a fuck finish? Because they didn't even tell you what the fuck finish was. I didn't know who got DQ'd. I didn't know what was going on. Why did they get DQ'd? Why was it a no contest? But they didn't say a fucking word about it. They just went to the next match. Yeah, I think it was back on putting his hands on Miz as the manager interference. But it was a double no contest. 
I looked it up. That was the official result. Was a double DQ. Which were they counted out while they were at the no? It was a double DQ by the ref. Just ref said fuck it. That yeah, that's the worst fuck finish yeah, than I thought see, it was. It, if it had been oh, D Young is DQ'd because Backlund fucked with Miz, or Miz DQ'd because Maurice, or whatever, I could have been like okay. They just cool. DQ'd everybody because shit got out of hand. But the ref just said, I don't know what's going on. Fuck this match. Ring the bell. And then Backlund tried to take his shirt off poorly. Uh, yeah, but still ripped as fuck for a 67-year-old man. Yes. I want to see him and Ric Flair in one match. He will kill Ric Flair. Ric Flair is still ripped, though. It's insane, but... Yeah, for a 70-year-old guy. Backlund might actually murder him, though, like accidentally. Yeah, Backlund might actually rip his chicken wing off. Um, yeah. Chicken wing... Uh, We'll have some more about later. Um, next, we got Enzo Cass and Cena versus the club. Match? Pretty forgettable. I thought it was pretty good. That promo, though? Oh, yeah. My God. And Cena being there, just applauding and bowing down and cracking up and adding to it. Yep. Just not don't hear a word he says. Just his reactions to it. You don't have to hear a word he says. Made it so much better. It's it was fucking beautiful. And Enzo, I have never seen someone get this over this fast. There were soccer mom signs on SmackDown when AJ came yeah. down the ramp. Yeah. So that's the Enzo is influencing the WWE universe heavily quicker than anybody. Very heavily. Yes. Um. I mean. I gave Owens Wrestler of the Year or whatever last year because he had a huge influence. But, goddamn, it just on promos, and it's only July. It might have to be Enzo this year. He has fucking changed the game on promos. He really has. Cena might be the only person who can keep up with him on the mic. Uh, at this point, yeah. Which, he's been there since Mania? Dear God. Yep. Wow. Yep. Just um, six months, roughly. Fucking, man, he killed it. He, And the fact that it's not just people like us saying this who are already fans of him. People like fucking Meltzer are dropping, holy God, this guy is how, good. How do you know what Meltzer's talking about? It was all over Reddit. Oh, that's right. You do Reddit. I forget about um, that. Meltzer said Enzo is the next Roddy Piper. Um. Okay. Yeah. Um, I see the comparison. I totally see and it. I, and I don't have I'm a problem with it. Complain at all. No. Um, I'm glad Enzo Cassinsino got the win. I was worried they were going to give it to a club to get them over before they break up. But um, Enzo that's a terrible Cassacino idea. Got the win. Good. Good little pop. Yes. Um. Yeah. The promo th- did outshine the match. Promo outshine. I've forgotten what happened in the match, but I remember that promo. I went back to watch the promo again. Uh. Enzo got all fired up and tried to take on everybody at one time while oh, Cass yeah. and Cena were outside the <laughs> ring. That was that was hilarious. I love Enzo. He danced so around good. the entire ring, and then uh, the he gets, like, and Anderson line, took he? care of him. Yeah, and then yeah. they put him in the Magic Killer, which is a terrible yeah. name for a finisher. Same move the Bravados do. I wonder what they call it. I'll have to ask them next time I see him. Yeah, I'm not um, sure. Same Exact same finisher, though. Yep. Uh, but good match. Like I didn't hate the match. I just no that promo just outshined. Yeah, outshined it. Then we get to the uh, triple threat of the Shield. Now people were raving about this. Did not watch it. To this day, haven't watched it. I watched it twice. 
Did you? Because I watched it once when I was watching all the way through. Okay. And then when I was rewatching Enzo's promo, I was like, you know what? I got some time because it's summer and I don't have a lot to do. Um, I'll watch it again because everybody was raving about it. I want to see if I missed something. Because that happened on that AJ Roman match where I went back and it was better. Yes. The second time. Because I think sometimes by the end of a pay-per-view, I'm just fucking tired. Understandable. Um, Late nights. Still kind of met on it. It was good. Like, it wasn't a bad match by any means, but not the level I expected. Okay. They hyped it so much, and it's the Shield, the guys, six titles between them, and they've only been there three years, and blah, 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 blah. And and they've each actually only ever won the title off of another member of the Shield. Yeah, that is accurate. That is true. Which, I don't mind the Shield being the top of the card. I really... I think Roman is good at what he does. Stop trying to make him something he's not. Dean yeah. is fantastic on the mic and just personality-wise. Not the best wrestler of the three, but you know per, the personality makes up for that. huh? Why is he not the best wrestler of the three? I think they have a leash on him. He doesn't do... He does Well, Seth is better than him. He's better than Roman. Well, yeah, if we're limiting him one, two, three, it's Rollins, Ambrose, Roman. Yeah, yeah. I just think... I mean, that's just... Legit. I think they have a leash on Ambrose on his moveset. Because he did way more in the indies than he does now. I th- I think they may hold Ambrose back because of his uh, hardcore past. I think Probably. that they may think that if they are like, okay... The you ice go- cream man is here. Do we need to pause? Uh, no, I don't need ice cream. Okay. Just checking. But yeah, I think <laughs> if they... If they took it's fucking eight twelve at night. That person is selling drugs. Okay, we need to pause then. <laughs> I don't give a shit about you remember ice cream. that in GTA Vice City? You steal an ice cream truck and sell cocaine out of it. Yes, there was actually. I used to work at a place that had a auxiliary I sold cocaine warehouse. Out of the ice cream truck. Well, uh, it was over by Poe Mill. Mm-hmm. It was kind of down under the train tracks, and there was a guy who ran an ice cream truck in the neighborhood across the street. And he was selling $20 cups of water with a crack rock taped to the bottom of the cup. Ah. There was a, in my parents' neighborhood when I still lived with them, we kept hearing this ice cream truck at like 9.30, 10, you know, late, late, late. Were you rolling out to get ice cream? Well, I thought about it a couple times, but I did not because my parents go to bed early and I was too lazy to fucking open the garage and shit to get out there in time. But anyway. um, Understandable, I guess. Well, my room was upstairs, so I would have had to run downstairs, get my wheelchair, get out the door, unlock everything, open the garage. You know, it would have been a bitch and a half for ice cream. Sounds like it. You and must not have ever been high. Honestly, when that yeah, ice cream I was music not hit. high in my parents' house. Okay, unfortunately. if you were high when the <laughs> ice cream music hit, have even been you would have gotten the fuck out of there. I hope y'all can hear that. It said we accept. It said meat truck. It said we accept EBT on the side. Oh my god. Yeah. So meat trucks now play music. I think I'm in heaven. <laughs> Give me that bacon and oh beer. I just need a beer truck that plays music. It was Todd's something or another, but it said we accept EBT. That's funny. Um. Anyway, back to the shield. Um, oh right. Yeah. I mean, it it was all right. I wasn't expecting Dean to keep it. I was expecting Raw to get that WWE but that's title. Expected, and we're in a new era. But the I. I'm not mad about Dean keeping it. And if I really, really thought about it, back in the old brand split, the WWE title was on SmackDown. 
So it made perfect sense for it to go back to SmackDown. Ta-da. Because the World Heavyweight title was the one Triple H held for like four years. Yeah. That wrestling isn't wrestling talks about. So, so Battleground, I'd say, was solid. I agree. Definitely had some huge high points. Uh, no, yes. No, honestly, Massive pops at certain times. Lowest point was probably Wyatt's New Day. I have no interest in either of them, so yeah, you're right. I, and I like New Day, and it still didn't do anything for no. me. So. But uh, very solid for a middling pay-per-view. Like, for a pay-per-view that's only existence is set up SummerSlam. You're right. They did a pretty good job. Yeah, I think it was pretty good. All right, so now we jump to Monday night. Where we what a night that was. Fucking three more hours of wrestling to watch. And were you thinking what I was thinking? Like, goddamn, we had three hours of Battleground, three hours of Raw, two hours of SmackDown. Gonna have to watch NXT and CWC. I went to PWX. This is gonna be a fuck ton of wrestling. Well, at least you didn't have to work this week. Yeah, that's true. I caught it all and worked this week. Impressive. And I caught most of NXT today at work. Good work. I'm very impressed. I had to take notes at the last second today. Yeah, I was watching it on Daily Motion. I watched uh, at least half of it, if not more. Okay. Um, Actually, it was through Diva Dirt. Diva Dirt had the video up for the whole 53-minute show. Uh, Raw comes out with Steph and Mick in the ring and wasn't the whole roster on the stage. Yeah, they walked the whole roster. New set up. looks good. It I does like look it. good. I like I'm the announcers I'm a fan of them there. being... Because now, if you want to put through somebody through the fucking announce table, you're going to have to work at it. Yeah, you can't it's gonna just do it. It's going to take you a fucking while. People were saying that there was a lot of interaction with the announcers due to proximity only. Mm-hmm. Not that it was actually warranted. It's just, hey, they're right there. Kevin Owens was the only one where I'm like, yeah, his was worth it. Yeah. Everyone else's, it was like, just fucking leave him alone. Yeah. Um, like when Stardust would steal JBL's hat. It's like, you don't need to do that. You're Stardust. No one cares. I love Stardust, but most people did not. Mustache Cody Rhodes for the win. Yep. Um, so anyways, they announced that there will be a new title. I kind of hate the name. I don't care. You don't care? I am excited to see what it looks like. Yes, I don't care um, what they call it. But the They could have called it the My Dick's Bigger Than Yours Award. Yeah. Raw's Dick is Bigger Than SmackDown's uh-huh. Championship. Yeah. Um. Definitely influence of Mick. I'm waiting to see how long it is until Mick and Steph implode. I hope it's a long time. Like, I hope it's a very slow burn and they spend a year or two just kind of I'm just sitting here waiting on Mick to be like, we need to bring the hardcore belt back. Oh, yeah. Don't get me started on that shit. 24-7 hardcore belt would be even better. Yes. Um, I think Crash Holly has the most wins of that of all time. He does because he would... It's like 24 or 25-time champion. And then they announced that the number one contender for it, obviously, I guess, is Seth Rollins, because he doesn't have to fight tonight in the two four-ways, which will lead to our main event, which will lead to the person who's going to fight Rollins at SummerSlam. Yeah. Um, Didn't really hate the eight people named. Rusev, Owens, Balor, Cesaro, and then... Uh, where's the other list? Jericho, Roman, Zane, and Sheamus. Jericho, I don't could have done like without Jericho. Should have been in the discussion, but everyone else kind of made sense. Nobody needs to hang the belt on an old man. Um, so we start with the first four way. Now I feel like they should have balanced the two four ways a little more. 
Because the first one, if any of these four guys had won, I would have been okay. Rusev, Owens, Balor, Cesaro. Any of them could have been in contention, and I would have been like, all right, this makes sense. Yeah. yeah? Like, I, it didn't bother me at all. And I didn't care, heel, face, whatever. Um, uh, it, that was a fucking great four-way match with those four involved. I liked uh, Owens and Rusev kind of like trying to one-up each other. Yes, with the sentons. Fucking Owens does a senton, and then Rusev does a flipping senton. Well, he told him to. He said, do that flip thing you do. Oh, so fucking good. I would like to see an Owens-Rusev tag team. Uh, and another thing I enjoyed from this was Kevin Owens in the corner, just kneeing the hell out of Balor, and basically just giving him a weather update. Yeah. He's over there telling him that he, he should have stayed in Florida. It's a lot nicer down there. Up here, not so much. And it's just kneeing the hell out of him. Owens in-ring banter is the only reason to mic the ring at this point. Like, he, you have to hear everything he says. Yes. Everyone else, meh, yeah, don't but, really need it. But he is gold every time he opens his mouth. It fits his character. It adds to the show. It adds to the match. Fantastic. But everybody looked good. Um, nobody looked bad in this match. Nope. Um, not really surprised with his debut. Uh, Finn got the win. Uh, they are giving him a big boy push. They need to give him a right big boy push. Right out of the gate. And I don't see, I don't have a problem Can with Can you not wait for his demon entrance at SummerSlam? Oh, oh my, yes. Fuck yeah, because now he has the big boy budget, not the NXT budget. Oh my god, it's going to be fantastic. Yep, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting. Um, I... If Vince McMahon does not see the dollar signs all over Finn Balor. I don't know how he couldn't, just based on NXT merch sales. Um, I, I don't know why. I'm not meaning to quote Meltzer again, but a bunch of people thought... Who the fuck are you today? Triple H. People thought Triple H booked this, because Balor... All the NXT guys had a really good night. Right. Right? It was Actually, not. in that first match, everyone was from NXT. Right. Which was fucking great. And I was watching that, I'm like... These are four NXT guys putting on one of the best matches on Raw in years. Yeah. Um, but anyway, people thought Triple H booked it. He did not. Triple H had nothing to do with the booking of Raw this week. That's impressive. So let's see where this goes. I'm a little excited. I'm excited. I'm if afraid. Someone, if Vince is so, all, suddenly listening to someone who knows what they're talking about. I'm afraid. That they're going to ruin it. That... That it was a one-week deal, and Vince will get tired of it and go back to the old formula. I think we have a good month. I think we get till SummerSlam. He doesn't hang with things for a month. He does if they're getting the reactions he got. Yeah, but this, he's old. He doesn't know how to use Twitter. If I saw right, he has the be- this was the best ratings Raw had had since like three or four years ago. Okay, maybe he sees that. And their quarter two is the highest they've ever made, like, ever. So, including Mania and stuff. Yeah. Um, they reported, they had to report their fiscal year because they're publicly traded or whatever. Right. Um, and they, it was the highest earnings they have ever had this year. Okay. So, I'm hoping he sees that's because of these new guys, not because of old ass. Orton, uh, I got John Cena. Old ass Cena and whatever. Got uh, Randy Orton back. We got Nia versus Britt Baker. Tell us a little about Britt Baker, Scoop. What did uh, you find out? What do you mean, what did I find out? She's a dental student by day and a 
professional wrestler at night. You're She's all from, about the independent women, so I figured you She is research. an independent woman I've never seen live or on tape. Um, That's true. I know she wrestles. We don't for, frequent Pittsburgh. No, we Which don't where frequent they were. Pennsylvania. Um, but she wrestles men. She wrestles women. She wrestles whoever cool. the fuck's available, as far as I could tell. I, I wish they would go back TV 14 so they could do some intergender. Yeah. Put fucking Nia versus Braun Strowman. It'd be great. I want to see Nia just beat the dog shit out of, like, Dolph Ziggler. That, too. I'd pay to just see that. Just sling Dolph Ziggler all over the place. <laughs> I want an Emma versus Ryder match. Yeah, there you go. I, I love all of this. I want Charlotte versus Ric Flair. <laughs> She'd break his fucking hip. With a figure eight. Yeah, it's true. Um Will she deliver the I'm sorry, I love you? Well, not quite like HBK. (laughs) Oh, so I heard a story because I listened to Bailey on Jericho only because it was Bailey. Um, I've listened to Jericho a couple times for women. Yeah. Um, So when they went to the Arnold for the first time and it was their first show out of Florida, Bailey was wrestling Charlotte in Ohio. And Flair showed up because it was a big deal and they were out of Florida and whatever. Of course. So Flair was by the ring, and Bailey was climbing up to do some turnbuckle spot, and Flair was telling her, "Don't you do it! Like you better stop it right now." And she pulled the HBK on him. She turned to him on the turnbuckle and said, "I'm sorry, I love you." <laughs> That's amazing. I'm like Bailey, you are amazing. This is why she's probably my third favorite thing in wrestling after Zayn and Owens, or in WWE wrestling. Okay, not counting Indies because, goddamn Cedric. God damn Cedric. Um, but anyway, uh, Nia versus Britt Baker, squash. What do you think about the return of the squash matches? I like using local talent. I like it's it, especially if they're going to bring in women like that. They do, it on NXT, they do it on NXT. All the fucking time. Santana Garrett took a loss this week. She also tweeted us, mm-hmm. by the way. Morrow also was uh, <laughs> causing a shitstorm this morning, but I'll get to that later. Okay, well, there was a shitstorm about him during SmackDown. Yeah, lots of shitstorms about him this week, but that's for later. Um, but yeah, I don't mind squash matches if it's done right. Don't overdo it. Like no, two, and two and, a the, night and the plenty. story you're telling with Nia Jax is she's a fucking monster. Is that she's not like most girls, right? And she comes out, and they bring out this average-sized female wrestler. Mm-hmm. She wasn't, you know, super huge, super small, nothing. They brought out a girl who was a, appeared to me to be a normal-sized wrestler. Uh, and you had the powerhouse that is Nia Jax uh, manhandle her, woman handle her. There you go. And put her down. Just game over. And that's the story you're telling with Nia Jax. That's what you have to tell with Nia Jax. What are you supposed to do with Nia Jax? You're supposed Fucking to let her, have her come out and people. wrestle somebody who's skilled? Yeah. Put her against Eva Marie. Yeah, what? <laughs> Somebody that can wrestle? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, um, I don't mind it when done right, and I think these two squash matches on Raw, I'll go ahead and talk about the bronze squash while we're at it. And Britt Baker did a good job. Yeah. She sold very well. Um, I think telling a little story with the enhancement talent, like the interview with what was his ring name, James Ellsworth or whatever. Yeah. Did he have like a Harley Davidson flaming skull tattoo on his shoulder? Like know. that. I've Probably. seen that on a t-shirt somewhere. But, um. Looked like it was branded on there. Giving, I like they were developing the story of why did these jobbers do this? 
Why did Hollis and Skyler show up to Raw to lose to the fucking Shining Stars? Uh, because they were paying them. But in kayfabe... Why do I show up to work to drive a truck to nowhere because they're if, paying me? If they manage to win, then it goes down in history. As remember that time... So yeah, basically what you're saying talent is the enhancement talents brought in to be Appalachian State versus Michigan? Bingo. Okay. Exactly. Your kayfabe logic just amazes it's me. It's fantastic. Um, I, I love the two squash matches, and I love that they told a story. They weren't trying to just, like, make someone look strong. It wasn't Roman in the squash match. <sighs> They're going somewhere with the people there. Yes, in and matches. Braun with his new haircut, which I'm not so sure about. Yeah, I didn't like his new look. I didn't like his new music either. I didn't pay any attention. It was pretty rough. Um, don't mind Braun. I really don't think he's as bad as some people say. Because no, when you're just, that big, all you have to do is throw somebody around. It's not that hard. He looks stupid. Yeah. It, he needs the you look stupid chant as bad as Seamus does right now. Yes. Um, Actually, I like Seamus' hair better than Braun's. All right. Anyway, uh, four-way. Jericho versus Roman versus Zayn versus Seamus. Now, on this one, I was pissed because the only person I actually wanted to win was Sami Zayn. Versus the other one, I was cool with all four. Yeah. This one, I was like, kind of needs to be Zayn, but it's not going to be. It's going to be Roman. Yeah. So, um, I, I don't know why Jericho was involved in this. He, he was so slow. It's one of those, um, you know, like Sesame Street used to do, one of these things is not like the other. Jericho is not like any of these. Of those eight guys... Jericho does not belong. No. Sheamus can still move. When he's yes. not injured, yeah, when know, Sheamus is healthy, he's... Love or hate Sheamus, yeah. he can wrestle. He can wrestle. Um, Roman can go. He does great power moves. They need to fucking turn him heel, but that has nothing to do with his wrestling. No, and yeah, and he's, he's on the up and um, up with keeping up with people. There's nobody we, you're going to put in the ring that's on the WWE roster that's going to run circles around Roman Reigns. Right. He's going to keep up with whoever you put in there. Right. He He's one of those guys, and we used to have this when I played basketball. There were certain teams we stepped our game up with. Like, there was a team from Alabama that we could never beat the team from Georgia that Alabama always beat, but we could always beat Alabama huh. because we stepped our game up for Alabama. Okay. I don't know why we couldn't beat Georgia to save our lives. But we could always keep up with Alabama and at least have a shot in the game. Yeah. Um, that's how Roman does. He always has a shot. He he can step up to his opponent's level. But if you put him against weak people, he looks like shit. Um, yeah. So. And Jericho is weak people. Jericho is weak people. And Jericho Jericho's not going anywhere, at least till January. His contract is signed through the end of the year. And Gross. I, if they're gonna keep him around, make him a manager, make him a highlight reel. Dude, did you see that terribly slow, god awful Insiguri? Yes, he put on Sheamus. Yes, that everything he does felt is a quarter like speed. It took forever, and I was like, I "Why didn't Sheamus just get out of the way five minutes ago?" I'm not a full on Jericho hater like oh, you. Oh, I am, or like Cat, or. A lot of people I know. Jericho is a stupid idiot. It's because I don't mind his personality, like heel personality. But I mind the fact that he sucks. I don't want to see him wrestle ever, ever again. He needs to stop. Who's he going to manage? Apollo Crews. I don't fucking know. Somebody. So you're going to put 
Smiley with the goat. He's not a goat. The goat is his Daniel ass Bryan. says he's a goat. Yeah, but his ass is incorrect. His lion ass. Um, no, fuck his fuck his ass. Fuck his lion ass. <laughs> that may be the show title. <laughs> um, since uh, I'm not worried about it popping up on my feed. Uh, okay. Yeah, really, and I don't give a shit. Next up, we have Adrian Neville with his bigger turn. Oh, speaking of things popping up on your feed. Yeah. A uh, girl that I used to go to church with followed me today on Instagram. Oh, yeah? And I thought, oh, that's funny. So I go click on her page, and it says, uh, loving mother, sister, daughter, blah, blah, blah. And then it said, and child of the king. And I thought, you're related to Triple H? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Time to play the game. <laughs> Bow uh, down to the king. If I would like entrance music if I was like a child of Triple H. Like anywhere I went, I'd be playing his music. Wasn't it Peter Griffin that had music anytime he walked down the road at one time? Probably. And yeah, then at one right. point, Stewie was playing the tuba behind fat people oh, yeah. when they walked down the road. <laughs> and then he waited until they fell over. Um, it was. So Neville's return. I fucking love Neville. Bearded I, Neville looks like his evil twin. Yeah, I don't like Bearded Neville. I fucking love How Neville. How dare you? And I've heard from various indie guys, I need to go back and watch some Neville indie matches. Because, Who was he then? Huh? Who was he then? His name was Pac. Or Pac. Because or, he always had a six-pack like from the time he was like 10. Okay. Um, so anyways, um, he apparently on the indies, he was like ricochet level. So who was he wrestling for in the indies? Like Rev Pro? Everybody. He okay. was everywhere. He was in Japan. He was on PWG. He was in Rev Pro. He's on the El Generico DVD. He is on the El Generico DVD that Cat got that I still haven't watched yet that I need to watch. What the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, it got packed up. Hey, it's all right. I'm shit talking to you, and I haven't watched my Shimmer DVD yet. There you go. Um. Anyway, so Neville returned, and he's so fucking talented. Why are they putting him against Curtis Axel? Why are um, they putting him against... Because they had to tell a story. What's the story here? How? Neville does flippy shit, and it's awesome. Wait. That's the story. The story was JoJo calling Curtis Axel Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> and then Curtis... So appropriate. ...talking about saving the best for last. Oh, man. What I find funny is Ryan Suckup, yeah. the former kicker from South Carolina. Mr. Irrelevant. That was Mr. Irrelevant. Super successful. Married a girl I went to high school with. Really? Yeah. Huh. She was a... You had like two or three degrees of separation from a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the girl's name was Paige something. Is it her house? Uh, I doubt it. I think it's Ryan's okay. house. But... Um, uh, my Paige figure she was up in the air screaming this. She was house. a freshman either the last year I was in high school or the next to last okay. I either went to school with her for one year or two years yeah uh, but she was one of those popular preppy bitches but oh, yeah okay. yeah she married one of those the, bitches that for the most part want nothing to do with people Carolina. like you and me oh yeah yeah fair enough and I wasn't even bearded back then damn um but I'm just sitting here thinking Neville is too good for this they need to figure out something to fucking do with Neville well not treating him like a cartoon character would be the first start yeah because when it was with Stardust, that made sense. Like, the superhero versus the supervillain. But now there's nobody like that on the roster. 
No. And they they and, need to just let him go Gold out. Goldust is chasing Pokemon, so. Yeah, take the leash off and let him fucking go. Do something. Let him get over. Because he was over as shit when he debuted, especially with, like, little kids. Because they're like, oh, my God, flippy shit. Because you want to get a little kid's attention and have him do flippy shit. Yes. But. Children love Ricochet. Then the. <laughs> children love Lucha Underground. Children love flippy shit in general. Um, but fucking hell, man. Like. Neville's not going to get over fighting Axles and Gold Dust. No, but for him, for that to be his return, you give him a guy that he's expected to kick the shit out of. Yeah. And let him kick the shit out of him. And then work something in. Yeah. I hope they give him a good spot. Kind of disrespectful to Axel, too, but... Fuck that guy. Um, they, what they need to do is just make him... And I think me and... Was it me and Steve that talked about this? Yeah, probably. Who else did you talk to wrestling? talk wrestling with this week god lots of people i talked to people on twitter i talked to steve in real life <laughs> shit it's hard it, to keep it all you straight. know what it doesn't matter someone uh who i speak to in wrestling i don't know who said that they should just package him as mr imperfect yeah and do the same video package they had with mr perfect where he's hitting a home run and nailing a three-pointer and doing but axel's just fucking it all up so, like, he strikes out. Yeah, he strikes he out. Balls. He bricks. You know, oh, he, he, tries to, he tries to kick a field goal and just wide right. And you know what NXT has proven? If you give someone a silly enough gimmick, they get over. Think about No Way Jose, Ty Dillinger. Tyler Breeze is skilled as shit, but his gimmick is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. But the ridiculous gimmicks get over. Let's do it. Mr. Imperfect. I'm yeah. calling. Calling it now. I love that idea. Let's do it's it. Great. Vince, I don't know who you were that told me that, but thank Vince, you. Vince, if you're listening, let's do it. Yes, Mr. Imperfect. Um, there was something they stole from us this week. Have him just slice the shit out of a golf ball. Just every sport you can think of, have him just fuck up a tee shot, miss a putt, do something. What the fuck was it? We had some idea last week. Play tennis they, and hit the net. That they used this week, and I can't remember what it was. They stole from us again, so I think Vince is listening again, which is naturally why Raw and SmackDown got better. Yes, because he started listening to our show again. Um, next, we got the New Day with a weird promo celebrating their... Uh, you know what you could have put right there? You know uh, what the fuck you could have filled with that shitty-ass A time? women's match. A women's match. Yeah. The Sunny Boy promo. Was, Shit. Why? Why? We don't need this. No, um, it was dumb. And I like New Day, but that was And a, the crowd was dumb because they started chanting Sunny Boy. It's just fucking... Pittsburgh whatever. is a terrible crowd. Let's just put that out there. They right. are... For wrestling, they are a fucking terrible crowd. The only thing I have any use for in Pittsburgh is Pomani Brothers. There you go. I would like to have a sandwich been, from there. I've been to Pittsburgh. It was like sixth grade. I, I enjoyed it when I was there, but I imagine if I went now, I'd be like, ugh, Pittsburgh. Ugh, Pittsburgh. Kurt Angle was in Pittsburgh this week with his daughters. Not sure why. Um, Me neither. They were at the Science Museum in Pittsburgh. All right, so next up. Um, I don't know when the bronze squash was, but next thing it on my notes. later. Um, next thing on my notes. And wasn't a, that guy that he squashed like a science teacher or? I don't know, probably. Some middle school teacher. Fucking uh, match of the year candidate right here. Sasha the versus Charlotte for the title. title match. Wow. Hashtag M-O-T-Y. Where has this been since the Divas Revolution started? Where has this type of match been? Uh, Sasha's been on the sidelines waiting for a bigger story. 
Why? They should have jumped on it from day one. She wasn't even on TV for like four months. Leading up to this. Yeah. And then she came back, challenged Charlotte. So good. boom. So good. And this is where the Eddie Guerrero spot was, and it was fantastic. To get Dana ejected to even the score. And Sasha laying there laughing as Dana got ejected. And the wave. So uh, Eddie Guerrero. So Latino heat. So so lie, cheat, steal. Sasha is so fucking good at her character. She can wrestle, and she has a character. It's there's almost no one else in and women's that wrestling double who has knee that. Off the apron, goddamn, yeah, is just vicious. Everything she does is vicious. It's fantastic, she, and she'll she take, has the best bitch slap in female yeah. wrestling. And she'll take a lick too, because that Larry yeah. that Dana Brooke laid her out with the week before on Raw. Yes. holy fuck, in that handicap uh, match. Yeah, she'll sell like a motherfucker. Jeez. She's really good. Yes. Um, There's nothing about Sasha Banks that I don't like except for her odd love for K-pop. Fair enough. Um, But this match, good God. I can't say enough. They let it go long enough. Yep. It wasn't cut short. They let the talented people use their talent. Yes. Yeah. They didn't have a leash on Charlotte. Because Charlotte has not been good since Nikki Bella left. Nope. I like Charlotte a lot. And she has been terrible since Nikki Bella left. And then all of a sudden, you put her against Sasha, and you give them 15 minutes, and holy shit. You give those two any amount of time, and they're going to yeah. give you a solid match. You That's give true. them 15 minutes or more, so good. and they're going to give you the best thing you've seen. So fucking good. It was, uh, I'm going to be match of the year candidate. There was nothing about that match where I was yeah. like, oh, that didn't look good. or Oh, that was botchy. Yeah, no, none of that. So just solid work. And it was a involved. solid showcase on Raw. But once again, this goes back to the same reason that Zayn and Owens is good every time you see it. These two girls came into NXT at the same time. They yeah. trained together through the entire thing. And they know each other. They always put on good matches. Yep, that's true. Because TakeOver, they were what made NXT women reach that level. Yes. Like, their TakeOver match the first time. Made people go, wait, what the fuck's going on Uh in NXT? And then people started watching. And then you had the four-way. And then you had Sasha and Bayley. And then you had Becky and people. And shit just went to another level. What I'm really glad for is that we finally got a match of this caliber main roster. On Raw. On not just a pay-per-view. Yep. We got this match. Because I think the last time we had a women's match this good was WrestleMania. The triple threat at WrestleMania that was fantastic. Was fantastic. It was, it was probably the best worked match on the card um, of the entire card. Yeah, yeah, I believe that. So, but now this match being shown live on regular old cable television, yeah. where anybody who's watching WWE that's a casual fan is going to be watching Monday Night Raw. Finally, and I personally, I don't need anyone's approval to feel justified in what I like, which is right. women's wrestling, but. To see that match on Raw and to see everyone on Twitter just lose their shit about it. It was so good. Brought a smile to my face. Yeah, man. This is what the fuck I've Um, been telling you guys. It's what you told Adam. Who hit me up on Twitter. He was like, holy shit. And uh, shout out to our buddies in CTMD. Um, Both those women just. Yes. Goddamn. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
I I'm a little drunk, so I don't have a lot of great words for this. It's okay, but that's that's like um, what I tweeted immediately after that match ended. Yeah. About that right there is why I speak so passionately about women's wrestling when people who aren't educated on it want to talk shit about and it being less than let's whatever. Let's even go to just a business perspective. You pull in Charlotte Sasha, and not to bring up a questionable member, but remember that there was a five-year-old watching NXT while April was watching NXT, and Sasha Bailey pulled her in. Yes. That kid who would have had no interest in wrestling saw two wonderful women workers Mm -hmm. put on a legendary match. Yes. And from then on has been interested in wrestling. Preach. Not, Not like casually either. Got excited about getting action figures for her birthday. Yep. That's called money. That's called merch. That's called sales. That's also called continuing your fan base. Exactly. Because there are people that are our age that were Attitude Era that won't watch now because the product's not good. It's not what they loved growing up. Okay, in my classroom, the girls would always kind of be like, are you talking about wrestling again? But if I could talk about Bailey and Sasha, I could talk about Sasha and Charlotte. They probably wouldn't feel that way. And they might start watching Raw because, oh, my whole class is talking about it. Maybe I should watch it. And these fantastic, strong women that are mostly excellent role models are on TV doing things and doing it up. I don't know if they are what they do in their personal lives, but they have worked extremely hard to reach their goals. And you can't argue that. Whatever they do... And their off hours is their business. I'm not into that. But they, you don't get to where they are without work. Well, I will say one thing. Yes. Now, there aren't as many women on the roster as men. Yeah. But in the last year, how many women have been in trouble for doping or have been arrested for anything? Zero in WWE. All right. The only one I can think of any arrest or... Stories about is Brittany Griner and her wife. As That's far not as a wrestler. Strong women, yeah. So I'm just talking about wrestlers. Like you yeah. had the Roman issue. You've had uh, the Adam Rose thing. Yep. Uh, Brock Lesnar's issues. Brock right Lesnar's now. issues. Yeah. And how many of these? How many of these women who are busting their ass are running into the same problems? Fair enough. The only thing close is when stupid ass Bram from TNA beat up his girlfriend. And they put Charlotte's name in there going, it wasn't Charlotte. They're not together anymore. That's the closest you've had anyone related to an off-color story outside the ring. Fair enough. And that was just them going, don't worry, he didn't beat up the women's champion. Yeah. Goddamn. We're we're already at an hour. We're going two hours plus tonight, I'm sure. Um, Yeah, man, I'm with you. If, If you didn't like that match... Then you don't like wrestling. You don't period. like wrestling. Um, I don't I, care. I don't like the this is wrestling chant, but that was wrestling. That, uh, that match got a holy shit chant that yeah, was well deserved. And it should have. Um, should have gotten a match of the year chant because that match made me go ahead and start my match of the year list for the end of the year. I believe it. Because um, I said, you know what? I don't want to forget this happened. That's a solid candidate. Um, That's... 
Uh, there's no way at the I end put, of the I've got about five year, or six already. That's, there's no way at the end of the year that won't be top five, maybe even top three. Yeah. If not number one. It, it will be very hard for something to trump that. I'm going to have to see them do something else. Yeah. Um. All right. So, moving on from the women, unfortunately. Well, we have to. There um, are other wrestling. Enzo and Cass versus Shining Stars? This is what they're doing with Enzo and Cass on Raw? I'm not sure why they keep dragging out the Shining Stars. This this is another thing where Vince is stuck with a bad gimmick too long. They repackaged them from Los Matadores. And it didn't work and at all. it's not working. They and I hate it just, for those guys because they can work. They are really good wrestlers. They are good wrestlers. Um, but they already got rid of their bull, so you can't go back. But why, why are you using Enzo and Cass for that? I they really are so good. Push them to the fucking top of the card. Yes. They can main event anything, and people will pop for it. Yep. Because um, sometimes the main event isn't about being the most important. It's about getting the reaction. And Enzo and Cass, that's what they do. That's what they're great at. Um, yeah. Uh, that's all I got to say about that. There wasn't a whole lot going on there. And plus it followed that match that I was losing my shit about. So. Yeah, so it was kind of kind of a fall off not, after not that. Not their fault, but um, yeah. It's hard to follow to certain segments, man. It no is. matter what you do. Um, then we get a weird promo with Roman and Finn backstage and Finn's kind of showing respect and, you know, talking to Roman, but kind of saying, Hey, don't underestimate me. And Roman basically says, I'm Samoan enough said and walks out. I don't think that's enough said. I know plenty of Samoans who aren't epic badasses. Yep. So I don't. I don't, I don't have much to say other than the fact that it was hilarious when he said good luck and Finn went, I'm Irish. We invented luck. <laughs> yeah. I I want to see Finn with that little cocky heel in him because it makes him way more interesting. I've heard that he was trash in Japan as a face. Yep. It wasn't until they turned him also. heel that, that he actually He straight got up, it. I don't know what interview it was, but some promo he was doing for a G1 or a pay-per-view yep. or whatever. And he straight up said, fuck the other guy, whoever he was fighting. He's like, yeah, he's trash. Fuck that guy. I'm like, yes, that is the Finn Balor I need in WWE. Yeah. Um, So our main event is Finn versus Roman. Better than I thought it would be. Agreed. Um, Shows Finn should have been there a long ass time ago. Yes. Uh, Kept right up. Looked good. Did not look weak. Did not look. I was more worried about Roman. Yeah, but it didn't make Roman look bad either. Nope. It was a very, I wouldn't nope. put it like match of the year, but it was it was no, a solid main event. I said, I, this makes sense as a main event. And I thought there was going to be some old fuckery horse shit at the end. Yeah, but there but wasn't. He just dropped some respect on the mic. Yep. And I'm liking Byron being ringside. Yeah. Just shooting down there for an in-ring or a ringside Yeah, that's commentary. not a bad I'm, idea. I'm digging If you're going to have a third guy in a booth... Use him. Yes, and they're doing the same thing on Smackdown. Smackdown. They got yeah. Renee doing it. Um, it's it's pretty good. That was a hell of a Raw. It was. Probably the best Raw since the last Raw I went to, which was the one after Mania. I, I said it was the best one of 2016. And I think if I went back and watched Raw after Mania, I would probably That's, agree If you with weren't you. sitting in the stands. If I hadn't been in the yeah. stands, in that chemistry, in that crowd. Yep. Um, I would probably agree with you. And I've actually never seen that Raw. Yeah, I never watched that Raw either. Since I, I was sitting, back. sitting in a bar in Dallas. I haven't watched WrestleMania yet. 
It's too long. I'm like five hours. I don't have five hours. I watched it That's live. I don't watch what do I need Japan. to watch it again? Yeah. Uh, SmackDown. All right. Um, SmackDown had the same problem the Enzo and Cass match had after the women's match. On it Raw. had to follow Raw. It fell off, and it wasn't SmackDown's fault. I have to point out something though. Raw just came out. Anyone arguing slugging. that SmackDown isn't the B show? If it wasn't the B show, they wouldn't have put Shane and Daniel on it. This is what I meant to say last week and forgot to say. Shane and Daniel are there to make the people like me who know it's the B show still watch. Mm-hmm. Because if Shane and Daniel are involved, I'm in. It doesn't so I, matter. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, because if they'd have put Shane and Daniel on Raw and you'd have given I'm Stephanie and Mick never would have watched Mac. I wouldn't have watched it either. I wouldn't have given a shit. Um but you've got Daniel Bryan over there, and I'm wanting to see what he does. What I'm yep. the only thing I'm upset about is they drafted an old ass roster. Yeah, very. And I actually tweeted it worse. when Rhino came in at the end. Yeah, I was like, "What is SmackDown trying to have the oldest roster outside of a big time wrestling show? Why? Why bring Rhino up? Why? He he doesn't need to be there. Yeah, why not? Because I'm sick. They're already of, just crapping everywhere with old I'm people sick anyway. Of so banking I mean, on Attitude Era nostalgia. For ratings. Oh, well. I don't know anyone who wants to see Vince Rhino. Vince better die if you're not going to bank on uh, Attitude Era and So bad. If you're going to bring somebody back, I mean, there's a lot more people you could bring back. Yes. Other than Rhino. Oh, yeah. One of them is Shelton Benjamin. I'm not opposed to that. Shelton Benjamin at 41, I'm not so sure about. Well, I haven't seen him lately, so we'll have to see how He's that goes. He's 40 fucking one years old. Yeah. That's older than Cena. That's not good. No. Um. Anyway. SmackDown starts out with announcing a battle royal to decide who enters the six-pack challenge. Unfortunately, the six-pack challenge did not involve beer. I was um, a little upset about that yeah. via Twitter. The, I'll let them, I'll let the dorms I lived in freshman year were referred to as the six-pack. Mm-hmm. And when you go on the tour with your parents, they say, this is called the six-pack, but that's just because there's six dorms. Bullshit. It's called the six-pack because everyone is drunk as fuck the entire year. Sounds like an awesome dorm. It was, it was a great dorm. There was a, there were dry dorms in the six pack. No, fuck that. But everyone was, everyone would go drink somewhere else and then come back to their dorm. Drunk, of course they so would. It's fine. Um. Anyways, battle royale. Uh. Out the five people they had in there, in the main event already made sense. Um. They were probably the top guys on their roster. The fact that they put over Apollo Cruz. Uh. But they okay. they gave Apollo something to do. I don't mind that. Uh. The only thing I didn't like. Uh, yeah. is that they started the fucking show off with a battle royal, which is very old, yeah, raw-esque. Very raw. Yeah. I was like, no, please don't. Yeah, I didn't need that. And they did. Um, then I felt really bad for Zack Ryder. Yeah. Because he, he botched twice in that match. Well, and it's he a battle missed, royal, so a lot of shit He missed a low drop kick. And then, and then he just oh God, that slipped Kalisto. off the, yeah, yeah, he completely missed that back, um, that low drop kick. And then he just slipped off the fucking top turn. On the elbow drop, yeah. That's true. And I'm sure that botch from earlier was in his head, and it never yeah. helped. Because once you screw something up oh, in yeah, a sporting competition, it. yeah, it just gets in your um, head. That's why you'll see. I feel bad for Ryder right now because they trust him to get the crowd fired up, but they don't trust him to win. Yeah, they no. want you to think he's relevant. It's kind of like Dean until he got the belt. Yeah. Like, we trust you to get a big reaction and a big pop. Yep. But we're not going to give you anywhere to go with this. <laughs> um, so, but I don't mind giving it to Apollo. Apollo needs a story. He needs something. He, 
he's so fucking talented. And so and fucking he's, bland. He's going to end up like Sam Callahan. He's going to fucking leave and go back to the Indies if they don't do something quick. I don't know. He may just smile and enjoy it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know why. I don't know why they're not giving him a story. Um, Zack Ryder has a story right now. Mojo Raleigh got a story on this episode of SmackDown. And I'm not a big Mojo guy, but if Mojo is getting a story before you, something Mojo is Mojo came wrong. out to save his bro, bro. Well, I don't get hyped. I stay hyped. As um, you should. But anyway. So after the Battle Royal, we get Becky versus Natty again. This is where Becky got the win. This is where Becky got the win with the And then summer. we get a all-the-women promo. The entire women's roster of SmackDown. Becky wins, standing in the ring, and then women start coming out talking about how they're going to kick some ass. Which, I don't mind. It was a good introduction for people who may have been forgotten, like Naomi, or NXT people like Carmella. Yep. Um, Alexa I, Bliss. And Alexa Bliss. She killed it, by the way. Eva Marie, um, who didn't speak a word. Oh, my God. Eva's announcer, loved though. Loved it. So perfect. Very... She uh, needs to have a personal ring announcer. Very, very uh, Price is Right. I felt it was, um, what was that old show with Robin Leach? Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Yes. Uh, that's what I felt like it was. It was fantastic mm-hmm. for her character. I'd say she was the pride of Concord, California. Yeah, <laughs> and the most captivating woman in this or any ring. Uh-huh. Such bullshit and so, so good. So heat-creating. Yep, she didn't have to say it. a word. She had to come out. She didn't have to say a word. Just let that flawless. happen every time. Yep. Look like shit in the ring and keep getting pushed. Why do you think she looks like shit in the ring? Why do you think she's going to continue to look like shit in the ring? Because they don't train the main roster like they do. They should have left her in NXT for another year. No. No, they already uh, No. I, Let's do this. Let's. I, she's going to get booed out of every arena. If they had left her in NXT for another year, she could have learned from the best. Nope. And she could have gotten up there. Nope. But she's not ready. WWE is a brand that's not about waiting or resting on their laurels. Let's bring Unless her name is Bailey. Yeah, really. Um, uh, she showed up on a pay-per-view, dude. She's yeah. like me. She's only ever been to a pay-per-view for main roster. But they made a huge deal about it being a one-off. They kept saying, this is a one-off. This is a one-time thing. She won't be on main roster. I was like, fuck you guys. SummerSlam. Yeah. Raw after Raw SummerSlam, after SummerSlam yep. she'll be there. She'll um, debut then. All right. Uh, we had a lot of weird promos leading up to the six-pack challenge. We really did. They talked to everybody, and I didn't care about any of those. Yeah. But Ziggler... It's basically saying, I'm the best. I like Ziggler kind of saying, hey, I came into a huge reaction. I've kind of lost my way. Because that was the truth. Like, people... Ziggler used to be the internet darling. Yep. Before Brian and before Rollins yep. and all that. Yep. Ziggler was the, the one that... IWC loved Ziggler. And everybody was like, why? Why are they using him? And he's finally said, you know what? I don't know why they didn't use me. I need to get back to what I was. Yep. So I didn't mind that one. Come on, showstopper. Um, next, we get Ms. TV. Uh, uh, Ms. interviewing himself fantastic. is the most narcissistic thing I've ever seen and the most entertaining Ms. TV I've ever watched. Miz is so good. He literally at what he just does. did glasses on, glasses off for interviewer. And, and while he was interviewing, just kept complimenting himself. And his wife. And his wife and how hot she was. Yes. Fantastic. The Miz is the best heel they have on the roster. 
not for ring work, but just for creating sheer heat and being narcissistic and self-centered and thinking he's the best when he's really not that good. Yeah. Best heel on the roster. Yep. Because, yeah, AJ's heel, but AJ's really fucking good. Seth is heel, but Seth is really fucking good. They can back it up. Miz can't, which makes it so much better. Do you know what we skipped from Raw was the highlight reel? Oh, I don't from Battleground. I don't give a fuck about highlight reel. Yeah, but I enjoyed Randy Orton, RKO, and Chris That's Richard. true. Hey, they're trying to make Viperville happen. And which is just, cool. They're going to sell shirts. I understand. Stop it. Stop it. Not everyone needs a city to respond to Brock. Cena has a nation, you son of a bitch. That's true. He has a C nation. <laughs> but yeah, Miss TV was great. I liked... Uh, That's all because Cena Nation doesn't ro- roll right out of your mouth. I liked all the wordplay at the beginning, the evolution and the legacy, all yeah. the Randy Orton drops, uh-huh. and then he's interviewing himself. Yeah. And, yeah, Orton coming out threw me off because... He's I, just making the talk show circuit, man. Well, it threw me off because last... Orton hadn't been in the ring in nine months. Nope. I've been watching 2004, 2005. So I've seen a lot of Orton. But I forgot how old he was because he hasn't been on main roster in nine months. Yeah. So when I saw him, I'm like, oh, God damn, he's old. Totally forgot. We were watching him from 12 years ago. Yeah, I know. And he looks young as shit. Um, All right. Well, if you saw me 12 years ago, I'd look young as shit. That's true. Six-pack number one contender match. So SmackDown only had four matches, which I thought was odd. In two hours, they had four matches. A lot of talking. I, I thought that was a joke, and then I went and lo- looked and counted. It was four matches. The thing I saw lots of people shitting on. Yeah. Otunga. He's got to find his place. He he wasn't ready, I feel like. I saw a lot of people shitting on JBL. Okay, let's let's jump to About this. About chemistry. Yeah. And then I saw a lot of hate for Mauro Ronaldo. Let's jump to this. Okay. Why? I, I had this in my other stuff. Why all the hate? Mario Ronaldo apparently is so good at what he does, people think he's cramming in pop culture references and faking excitement. That is his fucking job. He's supposed to make you relate to the matches and get excited. What? I don't, I don't see how people don't love this more than anything Cole could ever give you. Well, and on top of that, what would you rather hear? Mauro Ronaldo making a... What reference did he make this week? He made a lot of references. He always makes a lot of references. He made a... There was a super subtle one. It's like, holy shit, did he just reference that? (laughs) Um, But... I don't remember what it was. Would you Would you rather have that, or would you rather have Lawler running over the Or would you rather have JBL going, It's Big Match John, Maggle, for three hours. I'd rather have Mauro. Kevin Owens. Huh? Or how he loves Kevin Owens. Yeah. Um, and I, I got in a Twitter argument this morning, because I was up early, and Mauro was tweeting, and people were bitching about his pop culture references, and he was blocking them. Um, what, what do you, what the fuck do you want? Okay, pop culture Dear references. IWC, what the fuck do you want from an announcer? Is no announcer ever going to be up to what your standards are? Is pop that the culture references here? that Mario is doing are analogies. He is trying to make the show relatable 
to invest you. Oh, no. I'd hate for him to just say things that talked directly over my head where I didn't understand it. Oh, I would hate for Morrow to say things to me that make me go, I know what that is. I understand that reference. Hey, analogy. I've been I'm there. In. I've seen that. I've yeah. done that. I I don't get it. I know exactly I think, what this guy's talking about. Yeah, that's terrible. I think Morrow and Corey Graves are the two most refreshing things in announcing yes. since JR God, left. Yes. Um and I'm not I'm not the biggest JR guy, but JR knew how to sell a moment. Um Yes. Graves, he'll stick. I heard somebody say JR tried too hard. What? Yeah. Ugh. So I think there's just people you cannot please. Let me put it this They're way. They're just fuck sticks. If you don't like Mauro Ranallo, stop watching wrestling. Because obviously you're not going to be happy with anything good. And this is why we can't have nice things, Internet. It is exactly why we can't have nice things. Because we get something good and you shit on it. So I got in a Twitter argument this morning with people. They're like, oh, it feels so forced. Not like when Corey does it. I disagree. Corey's feel way more forced. I feel like they're both natural. I feel like they're both so good at what they do. It just comes. I think Corey's. Well, I guess not Corey's references, but Corey's heel shtick. Sometimes I'm like, dude. He he laid it on a little thick in NXT, depending on who we're talking about. But at the same time, that's what I love about Corey Graves. He is a fan of classic heel announcing and has become it. Yeah. I have no beef with that. I Don't get me wrong. Sometimes it's grating as hell. But that's his job. You're not supposed to like Corey Graves. You're supposed to hate him because he's the heel. I agree. It, I I don't get it. Morrow, and I thought him and Tom Phillips were fantastic. Yeah, Morrow Phillips is great. Morrow is great. And Corey is great. Everyone else could take or leave. Uh, some people <laughs> need to leave. Um, but I, Yeah, I don't have any interest in JBL. So, finishing up SmackDown since we're kind of done with the Morrow hate. I was hoping JBL would help with Morrow. He did not. He did not. Um, I was not expecting this finish. I, I don't think the match was great. I think it was a clusterfuck because it was six people who don't always work together and they didn't really know what to do. The way it was oh, excuse me. The way it was worked was there was a bunch of rollouts and yeah. singles action. It yeah, which at that bunch. point give me a tournament. Yeah. Um Yeah, it was a bunch of rollouts and, and I did think action. the Cena AAing everybody section was fun. That was pretty good. I don't know why I don't particularly like Cena. But when Cena just goes, hey, you I'm, own a John Cena scarf, that Doug. You bought for me. What's your asshole? point? You own it. <laughs> do you um, not own it? I do. All right. But I thought that was fun. And I'll admit, before the ending, I was already kind of saying, all right, SmackDown might be skippable. I was kind of like, all right, I'm kind of done. I don't really want to see the end of this. I figured AJ was going to go over. I was like, eh, I, I don't really need this in my life. Then Dolph Ziggler runs in, super kicks AJ Styles, and pins him for three in 2016. I did not see that coming. And I marked out. Although. Because he won with a super kick. Like I said, the entire wrestling world exhaled when AJ kicked out of that AA. Yes, they did. Because we thought... No, not Cena Rollins for the 11th. Not again, yeah. So, 
Now, I'm not saying Ziggler Ambrose is going to set the world on fire. No, but, but they surprised me. And I want to. They surprised me with the finish. They surprised me with who got pinned. And they surprised me with who won. Yes. You have my fucking attention. Um, I'm not going to say I'm going to watch SmackDown religiously. It may be one of those things I catch some weeks and not others right now, unless it gets way better. Um, and it wasn't a bad show. It just, there's so much wrestling I'm already trying to watch. Yep. Um, it's going to be tough to watch all of it, especially once my job starts back. So, but yeah, I think WWE had the best three days they've had since Mania. Um, I agree. I mean, everything about And even Mania didn't go over as well as these three days as a whole. Um, Great week for them. Uh, I'm going to try to burn through this real quick. Roll on, sir. NXT and CWC. Uh, NXT opens with Nakamura versus Blake. Nakamura kind of squashy, whoops his ass. Yeah, just fucks the hell out of him. Um, Regal kind of announces Joe versus Nakamura for Brooklyn. Yep. Uh, Billy Kay versus Santana Garrett. Great match. Great match. Wish Santana had gotten the win, but um, Billy Kay with that big boot for the win, though they gotta they you gotta know, build someone up because everyone's leaving. You know so. how tall she actually is? Nope, she is five eight. Really, she looks very tall in ring. I was yeah. gonna say huge, but that's not very nice to call a woman huge. So she I looks changed very my tall. mind. Yeah, she's very tall looking in the ring um, and his legs for days. Yeah, she does. That girl could kill um, you. Bailey cuts a little promo with Regal. Even when asking for a championship match, Bailey is the sweetest person she really on the is. planet. I would have been a bigger dick. Um, you know, she was great. Uh, Regal, I'm sure, is going to grant that. I like how Regal kind of is like the attorney of NXT. I'll draw up Pretty the much. papers. Yeah, I'll get this. I'm too. like, wait, you don't draw up the papers. You have interns for that. Fuck that. You're fucking William Regal. Do what you want. Um, TM61. Good match with a uh, no-name team. Uh, wasn't as squashy as I expected. Kind of uh, went a little no, back and forth. for those two guys to not actually be a tag team and to not, yeah, you know, nobody or everybody expected them to lose to TM61. I didn't expect that match to go as long as it did. I figured it'd be three minutes. Yeah. And then uh, I got to give respect. 61 gave them respect, too. Yep. That was cool. I I don't think being a good guy – is a bad thing in wrestling. Um, Scoot's going to take a piss. Uh, I wish I had some promo to put in here, uh, but I don't, so I'm going to keep rambling. Uh, next, we got No Way Jose beats Steve Cutler uh, and then cuts a pretty good promo calling out Aries. Um, I think it's going to be interesting. Up, oh, hi. Quick sidebar. Yes. Do you know how to figure out your stripper name? Uh, name of your first pet and the first street you lived on? Correct. Do you know what your stripper name is? My name would be Chelsea Edison. Mine would be Buttercup Nottingham. Buttercup Nottingham. All right. We'll have to get Scoot's stripper name when he gets back. And hopefully this will lead us to the dirty word of the week. I'm really hoping so. Um, we'll have to see. I've been anxious. Uh, Scoot's had a lot of beer, so this is a long piss. Three. Three's not a lot. Yeah, but that's 36 it- ounces of beer that has to come out of him. Once you break the seal, that's it. You're done for the night. <laughs> like, you can never stop peeing after that. Oh, man. Um, 
Your no, name's not very strippery, though, to be honest. Chelsea? You know, that Do you was have my dead first eyes? Dog. Yes, I have dead eyes. Oh, okay. Well, then that's as, pretty strippery. As my stripper, I have dead eyes. Yeah, that's pretty Because I'm a guy named Chelsea. I, I can mean, take that. I can take that. Dead eyes, for sure. Uh, Scoot, what's your stripper name? My stripper name? It's, it is your first pet and your first street you grew up on as a kid. That's how we filled the time while you were gone. First pet and first street I lived on? Yes. Um, the first street I actually remember living on was Saluda Dam Road. So Saluda or Saluda Dam. And okay. the first pet I had was a cat named Scotch. Scotch Saluda. That's a good stripper name. Is it? Or porn name or whatever the... Scotch Saluda Dam is an even better stripper name. Scotch Saluda Dam. The middle name is Saluda. <laughs> it All sounds right. foreign, but it's not. Um, how far did you get on an XT? Uh, that Bailey Prima. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to tell you again. Don't know if you heard while I was pissing. No Way Jose beat Steve Cutler. Cut a good promo. Uh, I like No Way Jose. I think he's really good. It's going to be entertaining. Uh, Kota Ibushi gets his NXT debut uh, against Murphy and basically beats the piss out of him. You blame him? No, but... I would beat the piss out of Murphy, too. I'm not an Ibushi guy. Like, I don't think he's bad. I'm not an Ibushi guy. You were so cynical, it makes me I have the same problem with Nakamura. Like, I don't think they're bad in any means, and I've seen, especially Nakamura, and some of the best shit I've ever seen... But I'm not huge on them in NXT yet. I think you're just racist. Uh, maybe. Racist against the Japanese. Yep. Okay. You just hate the Japs. Yeah. Fair enough. I can't forgive they sided with Germany in 1940. Um, all right. And then end of NXT, Joe gets pissy, cuts a promo, says, I'm not going to fight Nakamura. I'm going to pick my own opponent. And Regal comes out and says, bullshit, you are. <laughs> and Joe's like, well, I won't fight. And Regal says, then I'll take your title. And Joe gets pissy. And that's oh, Joe end. gets pissy. So uh, that was NXT. Not the strongest episode, but not bad. Um, CWC. Uh, I would like to dub this the technical episode. I would think you would spread out the style of matches a little bit. Like put the high flyers one a week. Because, I mean, it's pre-taped. You don't have to do it in order. Nope, you can do um, whatever you'd like. But this was three... Very technical matches, and then one like half and half. Uh, who, who we we opened with Saber versus Tyson Dukes. Saber, um, technical wizard. Technical wizard. Saber does saber things. Fucking great. Tyson saber Dukes. Does saber things. Uh, Tyson Dukes was thirty-eight years old in the cruiserweight classic. He was Shit. the oldest competitor. I did not know he he's was been going old. for twenty years. Um, looked really good though. Everything they did was fucking beautiful. Um, I mean, textbook. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. Saber got the win, obviously. Um, Good for Zach. Sierra versus Gulak. Was there a question of whether Saber would win or not? No, because this was the one spoiler I had seen. Was Saber okay. won? Because uh, when I looked up Tyson Dukes on Wikipedia, it said he lost to Saber. I was like, "Fuck!" That was the one spoiler. I saw. Damn it. Uh, Sierra versus Drew Gulak. I need to make sure not say Gulak because his Twitter says it rhymes with attack. So it's Drew Gulak. Um, it Gulak, rhymes with attack, not with Glock. Yeah, Gulak picks up the win. I feel like this was a pretty big upset with how big they hyped the Bollywood boys. Um, no, I don't think Drew Gulak is a, a big upset at all. He's Drew fucking. I Gulak. think he. I get that, 
but with how big they made the Bollywood Boys look, they featured them on the Bracketology. And that doesn't mean they won't them. sign them later. And yeah, I'm sure they will. There's rumors about who they've offered contracts to. Uh, Chris uh, Laws shared a article with us on Yes, Saber, Cedric, yep. uh, and there were two others. TJP. TJP and... Uh, I don't remember. May have been. Um, I can't say for certain. But anyway, I don't remember. Or my favorite thing. It's hard to say, not knowing. But if they sign, they will be gone by October. They will be heading to the performance center. As they should. With the class, with Moose and and Tommy. Those guys should be signed. They all deserve it. As soon as possible. Now, Saber has some personal matter to attend to and cannot sign right now. But his contract, I don't know what the personal matter is. there his, is no telling with Saber. His He's contract European. is pretty much an open offer. They said, whenever you want to sign it, we'll take you. You know, I wouldn't doubt them uh, giving the same shit to Osprey if they ever got a chance to. Yeah, that is also true. Okay, so very technical match again. Uh, next, we get Anthony Bennett with his kid in play hair versus Tony Nese. <laughs> Anthony Bennett with his kid in play um, hair. Is this a house party? Yeah, it kind of looked like it. Nice beat the everlasting fuck out of him. Well, there, we saw Nice beat the fuck out of somebody in Dallas. Uh, all ego, Ethan Page, maybe. Yes. Was it that hardcore match yes. where shit was flying? That's it. Um, Nice beat the everlasting fuck out of him. It was basically a squash match, which I did not expect to see. Really? Bennett had a couple spots, but not great. Um, Bennett may have gotten hurt. Not well, sure. He almost signaled for the ref, but then he let him hit a 450 on him. So I don't know if he was actually hurt. Or if it was just really good K-fabe. K-fabe. Um, But Nice, Nice fucking destroyed him. Um, last match of night, Raul Mendoza versus Brian Kendrick. Um, Raul Mendoza, pretty fucking good. Flippy shit, Lucha Libre style, great. Got At the beginning of the match, everyone was chanting for a Kendrick. Yeah. By the end of the match, people he were chanting for Mendoza. Okay. He got himself over in 10 minutes. Um, good job, Mendoza. Yeah, very good job. Uh, Kendrick didn't look great. Really? Mostly punches and kicks. Didn't see a single high-flying move out of his ass. And they have him labeled as a high-flyer. Of course. Which I understand. He's older. He may not be able to do that shit anymore. That's fine. Bullshit. But call him a brawler. Um, the Brian Kendrick. I'm going be that. honest. This is the first match I've disagreed with the result. Mendoza should have gone over. Kendrick looked awful compared to him. Maybe it's ring rust. He's it been might training be a lot. Rest. I don't know if he's been wrestling um, I was never a huge Brian Kendrick guy, and I uh, I knew he was going to win because I missed you know, the Brian Kendrick era. Like yeah. I wasn't watching. He was that. the old guy, but um, I know who he, I know who he is. I know what he did. I know he trained Eva Marie. Definitely, I feel like Mendoza earned that win. He got himself over in ten minutes. At that. Yeah, but... You get yourself over at full sale in 10 minutes. WWE doesn't change the finish yeah, mid-match. I know, I know. Regardless of crowd reaction. They oh, don't pander Kendrick. to that. Uh, Kendrick, Kendrick, Kendrick. So hopefully he pulls out all the stops later. But um, Hopefully. So we only have one more episode of round one. And we'll be on to round two. And it will get very heated. Yes, it should. Uh, I cannot fucking wait. It's going to be great. I can't wait for Abushi Alexander. Yeah, everything we've heard about that through the internet. Oh, my God. Well, and the fact that Abushi's already fighting in NXT. Yeah. Um, and Lin- I'm sure Lince and Rich Swan is going to be good. 
Yes. Uh, there's a lot of great second round matches. It, for as good as round one has been, round two is going to be twice as good. Yeah, it's true. Um, all right, let's cover some other stuff real quick before we get into PWX. Uh, Lucha season three starts in September. Will be forty episodes. Nice. Um, so I got to finish season two by you September. Do because forty hours of Lucha is going to take a lot of your life. Yeah, yeah, and I've already. I've watched two episodes of season two. So far, so good. It's Lucha Underground, I remember, and love. So, it's fantastic. And I forgot to bring you a memory stick. Yeah, bring it next week. It, I might have to give it to you in parts because it's kind of a large That's fine. chunk. Um, but anyway, fantastic. Uh, Lucha, keep doing what you're doing. Please don't stop. You, you put the women over. You put them in intergender. You give them the belts. You Everything else you do is fantastic. Do it up. The cinematic style, I, I hadn't watched it since I finished season one. Yeah, because I didn't want any like spoilers or anything. Dude, it's so good. It's so. You good. know that's the reason that Jim Cornette hates it. It's because it's good. Because it's basically a TV show, like it's filmed it's like a television show. Uh, like, okay, season one or season two, episode one. You get Vampiro out of the psychiatric ward. And he's having his, like, get-out-of-the-ward interview, and he visualizes just destroying everyone in the place. <laughs> and then he's just sitting there. Did you watch episode one? No. Um, and it, so they give him his probation. He's like, hey, you should really take these two anti-psychotics a day and avoid the people and places that made you have your break. And he's like, yeah, I can do that. He walks outside. Matt Stryker's waiting on him in the middle of the desert. And Stryker's like, hey, buddy, we got an invite back to the temple. And Vampiro's like, cool. Stryker's like, yeah, I hear it's a much darker place, though. And they drive off into the desert to go back to the temple. It's so stupid, but I can't help but love it. It's so good. It's campy, and it knows so it. good. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nope. And we need an alternative to stuff that takes itself seriously. Yes. Um, so... Yeah, it's speaking of Lucha Underground. Yeah, Ivelisse retained her shine title this weekend. Excellent. I watched her take on Mil Muertes in the first episode. Yeah, got her ass kicked. Yeah, but you know, made sense. Um, she won the right to face him. Yeah, I she did, did see that part of episode one. Yes, that was that was good. I really, I really like both episodes I've seen so far. Pentagon um, Striker keeps checking on Vampiro whenever Pentagon's around. And he's like, why Why do you keep checking on me? Just stop. So I, I can't wait to see where this goes. It's going to get fucking insane, and I cannot. It wait. is, and Cueto's brother's going to come in, and um, it's going to get ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, because Cueto's brother just killed three random dudes who are looking for the <laughs> underground fight club. And yes. Cueto is like, all right, $20 each. Yep, and, and lets him in there, and, yeah, and, and his he brother kills just, them all. Yep. So, yeah, that was good. Um. Some release news from the Performance Center. I didn't know the other two names, but one big name, or not big name, or whatever you want to say, ZZ from Tough Enough has been released from his contract. Oh, no. Um, I knew that wasn't going to work out. Surprise, that was a flash surprise. in the pan. He didn't try. He didn't work. He didn't I, do cardio. I expect Josh to be let go, too. You Really? The Tough Enough winner? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why would they keep him? 
because he's athletic and big. But he's not progressing as a wrestler. Yeah, that's true. I haven't seen any updates on him as, in a while. Eva Marie has heat you can't even buy. That's true. You couldn't pay for that kind of Same heat. move. I, I have the rest of the show to finish. All right. Uh, other random rumor, or uh, might not be a rumor. If you are under 21, WWE will no longer sign you. Uh, okay. They had a w- girl who was 19 years old from Australia that they were they had offered a contract to or something. Okay. And then when she filled out like her application or whatever, and they saw her birth date, they said, "Oh, sorry, you got to wait two years. Uh, we will no longer sign anyone under 21." I don't know if it's health concerns or maturity concerns or because Zizi was under 21. Um, and there's not many they sign under 21, but the ones they do haven't exactly worked out in their favor. No, and 21's a solid age. You don't have to worry about them going out with other performers and getting intoxicated underage yeah. and shit like that. And it, it may be, too, like the NFL makes you wait till you're 21 or is it 20. It's three uh, years out of high school. You yep. have to wait. Um, yep. So you actually any age out of that. So if yeah. you were to... Uh, so you could be as you young graduate as graduate early. You could be as young as nineteen if you got out yep. of high school at sixteen. Yep. But still, it, that was a health concern thing. I didn't see a reasoning on this, but I'm not opposed to it. I, uh, you, if they're their own entity. They can make up their own fucking rules. Well, if they don't, if they want to set an age limit at twenty one, can fine. you think of any wrestler under the age of twenty one that deserves to be on WWE? On I their can't. main roster, or just signed like it a signed in general. Contract? Tessa, is she? How old is she? She's not twenty one yet. I believe so. Good lord, she's young. Okay, she's about the only one I can think of, though. I know Santana's older than that. Ricochet's older than that. Ricochet's twenty seven. Um, most of the guys I can think of definitely, uh, definitely are over twenty one. Yeah, Will Ospreay is over 21. She actually just turned 21. Okay, so they can sign her. She turned 21 July 26th. Okay. Huh. Didn't know our birthdays were so close together. Interesting. If I didn't know that, I'd have wished her happy birthday because that was, what, yesterday? Yeah. Two days ago. Oh, excuse me. According to my calendar. Um, All right. Are we ready for PWX another level? Do it. Now, uh, I'm going to name this. I'm going to rename this from another level to Hot as Balls. I did hear uh, through Mason Maddox and uh, other various sources that the AC was busted as fuck at this venue. So the locker room AC worked fine, but the uh, club bar venue that you've been into, it was broken. Ooh, a clay did, fairy. Did not work at all. Not even a little bit? So you know how PWX shows go. They're packed. I heard and, it was 95 fucking degrees in there. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably about right. And that was through a Snapchat filter. Yeah. That was probably right. Um, I could not. It was bad enough that they were like, oh, my God, we got to entertain the people. And did a PWX pure pre-show. I don't know if that was planned or not. Wasn't opposed to it. No, bring them on. Did you Um, uh, get to see uh, Derek's guy? No. What has happened to Drew McIntyre? Drew Myers. Um, Drew McIntyre is Drew Galloway and is in TNA. Oh, fuck that. There's way too many Drews. Um, 
other rumor, Jinder Mahal is coming back. I drew a blank. Ha! <laughs> uh, Dad PWX jokes for days. First match is Ian Payne and Big Yaw versus Rayo and Jimmy Lloyd. Um, I don't know any of these people. I've seen Ian Payne before at PWX, usually playing security, but sometimes he's gotten in okay. a juniors division match. Big Yaw was cutting promos with Cedric last week on Facebook. Cedric was doing promo class at high spots okay. and doing it with Big Yaw. So I actually knew who he was. Okay. It's like, hey, cool. I saw him on uh, Facebook last week, and now I get to see him wrestle. Mm. Pretty good. Um, Yaw is just a basic power guy. Ian's smaller, flippy dude. Uh, it was basic and fast, kind of squashy. But they all looked like they knew what they were doing. They all looked like they were well-trained, probably all high spots guys and – not a bad little match. Not you know, long. It's, it's really tough to come out of high spots. And unless you just didn't give a fuck not to know exactly what you're doing with yeah. the talent they have up their training, like Caleb um, Conley, Cedric, Cedric, and George, George South. South. Yeah, if you have those three people, you better be good. Yes. <laughs> um, Not bad. Not bad at all. Nope. Uh, good little opener. Next, we get Tyler Gaines versus Tracer X. Tyler Gaines... He's not huge like Brian Cage, but he's kind of a muscly white dude. Okay. Versus, you know, skinny-ass Tracer X. I've seen Tracer um, Good match. Tracer did Tracer things. Of course Tyler Gaines kind of played up the, you know, muscle guy, like would catch him on flips and flex at him when he knocked him down and stuff. Okay. I, I liked his character. I was, I'm interested in seeing more Tyler Gaines. All right. Uh, I liked what he was doing. I don't know. I wouldn't. I won't really say like he's a great wrestler yet, but he's got a good idea of where his character is going to go, okay. and I, I don't mind that at all. Um, so next, we open the show uh, about 20 minutes later, and it's still hot as everlasting fuck. You don't say. Um, Macy you know, Maddox, you could have probably just got people to stop breathing. Yeah, yeah, cool probably. It would have been better. Um, Mason Maddox had two mystery partners. Tommy Thomas was selecting them. Gross. Yeah, I was I was not a fan of that. Mason, two partners were Darius Lockhart. Okay, good good worker. Does flippy shit. Glad to see him coming back regularly. And Chip F and Day. Okay, all right. So I give Tommy props. Those are not bad yeah, picks. Excellent choice. I assumed he'd just shit the bed on that. Um, versus the Ugly Ducklings. Uh, Chip had some new gear. First time I've seen him get Did new he? gear. Black and green, just very basic, but excellent. Um. He bremoted once, but he missed. Uh, no. Beginning of the match, so I told you last month or the month before, Colby had all this stuff down his tights, right? Yeah. So at the beginning, Mason and Tommy were demanding people check, make sure Colby's not packing any weapons. So Chip went over to look and went, no, that's honestly him, and signaled how big Colby's dick was. Oh, my. And that warranted a Colby's packing chant, <laughs> which was fantastic. Um. Match was what you expect from these six guys. Great work, good, hard hitting. Colby is in fact packing. Colby is in fact packing. Um, got a Mikey Galino, who's the coach of the Ugly Ducklings, versus Tommy Thomas. A little showdown in the ring. Ooh. Uh, Mikey ripped off his shirt. Tommy took off his jacket. You know, it it was excellent. Yeah, a shoe got thrown. Tommy threw a shoe. Two, right. Two shoes got thrown. Tommy threw a shoe. But who throws who a shoe? Who the fuck throws a shoe? Honestly. Um, ending surprised me. Well, didn't really surprise me, but 
Mason eats the pin from Rob Kiljoy at the end. Ducklings go over. Um, also, Chip put on a duck mask at the beginning of the match, just playing around. And Tommy had to yell at him, like, I'm paying you. Don't you dare side with them. And we got a Chip ducking day. <laughs> chant, which That's was pretty great. solid. Um, but Mason eats the pin. And, you know, everybody else kind of wanders off. And Tommy's yelling at Mason. And Tommy fu- says, Mason, we're going to start doing things my way. Are you sick of losing yet? We're going to do it my way. Come on. So we'll see. This might be a heel turn for Mason Maddox. Well. Because Tommy's way is definitely the way of the heel. I don't care how face he's been since teaming with Mason. Yeah. Well, it's What I want to see. What I want to see is if his luck turns around, turns around, if these two stay put. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, but we'll see. We'll see if Tommy's way results in some wins for Mason. I hope uh, it's the PWX way. I'm I'm not sure it will. We'll see. Uh, next up, we get Gunner versus James Drake. Uh, James Drake getting a huge pop from the crowd, posters and everything. Do um, you blame the crowd? Because everyone hates Gunner. Well, and Drake is, Drake is earning a spot. He's he's a bigger dude, like physiologically, yeah. like Kevin Owens-ish. Yeah. Um, did I'm you see Drake? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, does moonsaults, hits really hard, that kind of thing. Um, somebody's poster was like, don't let the physique fool you. Yeah, guy's a solid worker. Um, very solid. Uh, not the worst match I've ever seen with Gunner. Um, what is the worst match you've ever seen with Gunner? What What did we see at Ziggy's? That was pretty rough. Yeah, that was pile of shit. Where yeah, where the guy almost got kicked out and then did get kicked out later. Right. Yes. Um, that was terrible. I I don't even remember who he fought, so it must have been pretty bad. Ooh. I could go check the DVD. Should I? Because it's sitting right there. Uh, at the moment, no. We can wait. Okay. Um, now I I thought Drake getting over with the crowd. And Drake being there the past three months. And Drake being the worker he is. I thought he deserved the belt. But unfortunately, Gunner held on. Fuck me. With a spear. Well, with a spear. Gunner wins with a spear. Asterisks, sigh. Is what my notes say. That's wins, with a, wins with a spear. He I think he stole that move from a previous TV champion. Yeah. Seems like. Who, by the way, is making his in-ring debut on TNA this week. He did. Um, so, Gunner wins with a spear. Now, I, I got to give Gunner credit. I don't know where he's been, but all of a sudden, he's fucking ripped as shit. Uh, probably like, the steroid place. Went from went from being in shape to, like, Brian K. Swole. Uh Yeah, that's right. Not, like, bigger. Just fucking ripped as hell. Yeah, that's... that's um, not- so anyway, probably a ten week cycle. Uh, Gunner keeps his ITV championship. Uh, I can't wait to see him drop that thing. Me either. Um, Ethan Case was doing commentary, grabs a mic. It's like you know, I've been having fun up here, but this isn't what I'm here to do. I'm here to wrestle. I'm not even on the card. What the hell? Basically. Um, but he says, you know what? I don't want. I don't need a championship match. I want one thing. I want Elijah Evans' ass. He needs to come out here. And then Ethan calls out to a fan, uh, Jer Polk. I don't know if he has a bigger following than us, but he's definitely well-known because people knew exactly where he was sitting 
Um, well, yeah, he does. Even uh, calls him out in promo. Is like, hey, live tweet this. Elijah Evans is a little bitch. And I'm like, what do we got to do to get thrown out in a promo like well, that? Well, I know that Jer Polk does a uh, wrestling show newsletter. What do we do? Something, a podcast. So, you know. I I tweeted it out. Maybe that'll help us next month. Uh, I think he responded. He he did retweet it and like it. Um. Anyway, so Ethan cuts a pretty good promo. Elijah comes out, does Elijah things. Of course. Brings security with him and claims that was for Ethan's protection, not for his. Ooh. <laughs> um, Digging that. Give them the fucking match already. We've been dragging this out since April. God, has it been that long? Yeah, because we had that war. We they had a match at War Games, and they've been going back and forth since then. At just maybe they'll give us something big enough. Give us the payoff. If you got to make it a cage match or something to make or street fight, is the August PWX the same day as SummerSlam? Twenty first. That's SummerSlam. Fuck. Is it? Yep. Oh shit. They throw a women's match on that card, I'm there. If not, I'm live tweeting SummerSlam for the show. Oh, shit. Brian. Yep, I think he's going against SummerSlam because Brian told me he had to move August because of some show in the Northeast. And a bunch of his guys were wanting to work it, and he works with them a lot. So he let them go. There you go. Shit. Um, I was not thinking about that. Because I was thinking SummerSlam would be our first time fully together as a show again. It very well could be. But if there's PWX, that may not happen. Yep. Um, all right, next up. I'm we, just hoping I can watch SummerSlam with Derek. I mean, I know. that's all I want in life. I know. Uh, we got Next up, we got The Revolt versus a team named Scarlet and Graves. Their names are Desmond Xavier and Zachary Wentz. Really good guys. Really good workers. Um I would like to see them again. They do flippy shit and all sorts flippy of good shit. stuff. They were they did really really well. Uh, Revolt did revolt things, you know, thumb and butt spots and yeah. Caleb spots and things like that. Caleb wrestled. Zane made me laugh. Yep, that's, that's the revolt. That's what we do. But it was it. a little more serious than usual for them. There what? wasn't a lot of comedy in this one. Okay. Oh yeah, there was butt touching at the beginning. Um, and the, wasn't there a vulnerable. touch his butt chant? Um, and then I tried to start a block your butt chant because Scarlet and Graves were walking around covering their butts so their butts wouldn't get touched. It was entertaining as shit. Um, but Scarlet and Graves got a please come back chant, and I think it was well-deserved. Okay. Um, I would like to see them regularly. I think they do some CZW because they were in CZW stuff before the show. That would make sense. Um, but they're also from the Midwest, according to what I saw. So is CZW. I thought CZW was Philly. Mm-mm. Where's CZW? CZW is at the old ECW arena. CZW is definitely Philly. I don't know about that. What, we need a Google fact I'm working here. on it. Okay. Um, but good match. Would like to see Scarlet and Graves again. I'd like to see them go against the Bravados for the tag titles. I wouldn't mind that at all. Um, all right. Next up, we got Corey Hollis versus David Starr. Uh, great match. Star got his arm hurt early in kayfabe uh, and got the win with basically one arm for the entire match. Um, 
we chanted look at it right before the finish and he kind of glanced at us like this isn't really a look at it moment and then went and did his finish <laughs> um unfortunately after the match gunner had to come defend his little buddy and jump the shit out of david star now i have a question no they are out of philly okay that's what i thought they I, used to be out of uh new jersey okay it's still not Midwest. No, nope. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking of. AAW? Maybe. Uh, that's where Callahan is. So. Yeah, that's probably it. Um, okay, so David Starr gets his shit kicked in by Gunner after this match that was brutal and long and really well worked by both guys. David Starr has come in, was this, four or five months straight, yeah? Yeah. Gotten over his shit. Everyone loves him. Please come back. I think... My household now has three separate David Starr shirts and a David Starr hat. We love David Starr. You're all about the David Starr. Yeah. Star of David, whatever. Now, why does no one come in to save his ass from Gunner? Not a single person in the locker room came out to help David fucking Starr. They're probably wasps. Not his, CZ- <laughs> not his CZW buddies. Not the revolt who fucking hate the experience. Nobody comes out to help David Starr. David Starr, I am sorry for the locker room's behavior. You deserve better. That's all I have to say. Jew to Jew, were you Jew trying to, to help yeah, him? That's true. I almost wore my David Starr shirt tonight, but I wore it yesterday. You know what? I'm just now noticing you're wearing a Marty Skrull shirt. We'll get there. Um, like I I like I was looked I was talking to you earlier and I was yeah. looking at your shirt. Um because I'm a chest guy, it's just the way it is. Yeah. Uh, and I, I saw the, the Predator, and I'm like, okay. And I saw uh, Darth Vader, and I'm like, all right. And it wasn't until about five minutes ago <laughs> I noticed that the third guy in this lineup, because the fourth one is the Joker, the third dude is Marty Skrull. I'm like, what the fuck? It is his villain shirt. That's pretty solid. It's pretty solid. It I love that the... they're all seven foot tall based yeah. on the height meter on the side. Well, and this is Big Cass, and he's seven foot tall. You can't, can't teach, teach that. that. Um, I think Predator and Vader probably are seven foot tall. I don't think Joker is. Uh, I don't think Vader's seven foot tall. Yeah. Predator, um, maybe. But, but yeah, good Marty. Lord. What is that? I wouldn't. I don't buy black shirts very much anymore if I can help it. Um, but when there's a great shirt, there's a great shirt, and this was a great shirt. I can't disagree. And Kat with that. surprised me with it because I had I had used all my cash, and she went and talked to Skrull and got me this one. So, nice. Um, yeah, fantastic. Uh, all right, next up we got Anthony Henry versus Roddy Fucking Strong. Crazy hard hitting as expected. Beat the everlasting fuck out of each other. I would believe that wholeheartedly. Henry hits a coast to coast again. But this time, Roddy was in the Tree of Woe, which, fuck yes, because he kicked him in the head. No, um, no, fuck no. The Tree of Woe is the worst place to put somebody, because you literally just have to bend your leg to get out. It's the yeah. most unbelievable place to be hanging and get beat up. That's almost, it's Anthony fucking Henry. That's fuck almost Alberto Del Rio-esque. Yeah. I'm going to hit this finisher because you're holding the rope. Well, I just, the You know what? It's just, I hate the Tree of Woe. That's Fair all. enough. Fair enough. Like, I hate corner spots. Like, if you want to kick him in the head, spots. Uh, have him beat up and just sitting in the corner. Fair enough. Have him, like, with his head laying on the first turnbuckle. All right. 
But no. fuck your tree of woe. That's a horse shit. I don't. That's it, it was illog- still coast to coast. It's illogical. It was still coast to coast. I agree, and I won't Which, hate on that. Goddamn, Anthony Henry. The only coast um, to coast I've ever seen live was Lane. Amber Cross. didn't really get involved in this one, did she? Well, the last time she got involved, David Starr was there, and she got a penis in the face. That's true. Oh, she took a bump the night before. Star and Henry wrestled the night before Saturday. Um, where? And Star, where were they? They were somewhere up north, Pennsylvania, Virginia. They, they were further north than we okay. usually go. Um, well, but fuck, s- if Virginia's further north than we usually go. Winston-Salem is as far north as we usually That's go. That's what I'm saying. Um, the state of Virginia is further yeah. than we ever go, so, so that, that opens up a lot of room up north. Amber didn't really do much, but uh, she didn't need to. It was a fucking great match. I bet. Hard hitting as hell. Um, she did not do much. No. She didn't interfere or get super kicked. Be a fuck face I'm not being a fuck face about it. You're the same guy that shit on her birthday, so I don't want to hear it. Yeah, fair enough. I love Amber. Um, anyway. <laughs> now you come back with the love. Ooh. So, I didn't know which way this match was going to go. Because I know PWX loves Anthony Henry. I love Anthony Henry. I hate Roddy Strong. I hate Roddy Strong so, for, for his personal beliefs, but... I hate Roddy Strong for in-ring actions. You've got to give Roddy, he's a hell of a worker. Oh, yeah. He's a shitty little cunt, to quote PWG, but he's a hell With of a worker. little boots, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, Roddy hit the sick kick. Okay. I was like, fuck. There it goes. Henry's getting pinned. Should be. Under Anthony Henry kicked out. At two? At two. Okay. From Roddy's sick kick. Two and a cunt hair from three. Like, Ooh. last second kick 2.99. Um, this was a very slow-starting match. Like, I was a little, like, god damn, is this going anywhere? Yeah. And then it just fucking blew up. It okay. was fantastic. Um, now, what really surprised me, other than Anthony getting the win, which wasn't a huge surprise, just, you know, holy shit, he kicked out of a sick kick. Yeah. Um, That's not something that happens Roddy often. grabs a mic. And after the match. Please don't tell me that he put over Anthony Henry. Roddy says, basically, hey, man, I didn't really know who you were when I signed up for this. Oh, he, shit. He admits, straight up, I hadn't heard of you. I went. I would say that's rude, but there are so many indie wrestlers in yeah. the world that that's. And he's been, you know, top of the card on indies for so long. Well, he's Mr. ROH. Yeah, Mr. ROH, PWG, everywhere. Yep. Um, Roddy says he actually talked to Ciampa and said, I called him and said, Hey, what can you tell me about this Henry kid? He said, I didn't believe him when he told me how good you were. <laughs> um, so you should always listen to Ciampa, but I've, I've met you in the ring now and dude, you're great. That's basically what he said. I'm paraphrasing cause I don't remember the exact words, but he gave the rub to Henry, which if you're Roddy Strong, it's not like Brian asked him to do that. You're Roddy fucking Strong. Roddy did that because he wanted to. Yeah. Which speaks volumes about Anthony Henry to me. Hey. Because love or hate Roddy, Roddy knows what he's doing. He does. Um, so, yeah, we'll have to see if Roddy goes to NXT soon because I think he's going to probably but now Anthony Henry only guy in the world to ever stab me that I didn't hold a grudge against he he has earned everything like everything he's getting right now every match he gets every bit of attention he gets he has worked his ass off and he deserves it agreed Um, 
he got another next world champ uh chant he should be um all right so this is where we get intermission um come back to bravados versus team iou team iou is the down south dandy nick iggy versus the mutt carry and the mutt carry awful um they are carny folk Oh boy! Gimmick. That sounds fucking amazing. That was pretty good. I, it wasn't like my favorite match I've ever seen him do. No, but you but just lamed off Carney folk. It, so. was, it was a hell of a character work. Okay. Um, IOU managed to trick Lancelot into Canadian destroyering Harlem. How do you? What? I'm not sure. It just sort of happened. Carnies are persuasive. And I looked at Cat and went, "Did Lancelot just Canadian destroyer?" Harlem? And she went, yes. I went, all right, putting that in the notes. Um, solid match. I don't know how you make someone Canadian destroy their own brother, but they did it. And it was great. Um, oddly enough, Team IOU super over in this crowd. Must have been a lot of people who have been to Tennessee. Where in North Carolina was this? Charlotte. Carney Central. Okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah, I don't hate IOU. I wouldn't mind seeing them again, see a little more character. Um, down South, Dandy, Nick, Iggy kind of made me think of what Darek should be when you oh, really? victory. Yeah. Um, just kind of fabulous. He was filing his nails before the match That's and beautiful. things like that. And it's um, Darek. You really, Darek. you really need to work on that twang you have on your voice. Gotcha. Um, Needs to be more fabulous. Good match, but the Bravados, hang on. They are 3-0 and in their open challenge, and they told Brian, keep bringing them. Whoever you got, bring them, and we'll take them on. Nice. So I'm hoping um, there's somebody's contract who's about to run out, and I really would not mind to see them against the Bravados. Uh, ROH, most of their big-name contracts are running out, like – in the next month or two. Oh, really? So I wouldn't mind seeing the Bucks versus the Bravados. That would be a, that would um, be excellent. I, I don't think there's any way that would be a bad match. Um, but yeah. So next up, we get Cedric Alexander, Queen City's favorite son, uh, versus the villain, Marty Skrull. Marty on fleek. Coming out with the umbrella, white fur coat, and purple sunglasses. Yes, sir. Fantastic entrance. So villainous, like, to come out like that. It's great. Um, Cedric does Cedric things. I saw he came out, you know, his normal attire, which is his hooded, sleeveless thing. Killing a bug. Um, I pointed at it, and you paid me no attention. Oh, sorry. Hard-hitting, fun match. Uh, really technical, less flying around than I expected, but really well done. A lot of, kind of like that saber match, there was a lot of, like, limb work and selling of that particular limb getting work. Okay. Um, which I don't mind, it adds to the story. No, and that's the saber thing. Um, now, I was thinking about something with Marty Skrull. Do you know Marty Skrull's finisher? Do I know it? Not It's a chicken wing. Okay. All right. Now, I don't mind chicken wing as a finisher, it's a great finisher. Bob Backlund won titles with it. It's true. But before he puts it on, Marty Skrull always screams, Chicken wing! Okay. At the top of his lungs. As he should. As he should. But I got to thinking, 
as I do. And I'm like, isn't that telling people it's coming so they can reverse it? But then I remembered his gimmick. He's a villain. Yep. Villains always tell you their plan so you can thwart it at the last second. It is perfect. He should never stop yelling chicken wing. I agree. Fantastic. Also, a really nice guy. I haven't posted the picture yet, but I met him. Super You're nice slacking dude. ass. Um, yeah. Uh, Make sure to let me know when you put it up, because I know you'll put it up on your regular one, and I'll need to repost it for the fucking yeah. Instagram. Escapade, uh, not the best place for pictures. Uh, lighting's always weird there. No, the um, pic- the last picture I got at Escapade was with me and Steve and Harv went, and I got a picture with Allison Kay. The picture turned out all right, because that's I, I selfied it in a corner. Yeah. Um, but yeah. The merch area for this show was fucking packed. Everybody I had believe a that. full table. It was crazy. I believe it. And a super sticky floor. S- the floor is always sticky in there. I don't know what it is. It was worse. Like you had oh. to put force behind it to lift your leg. Oh, my. I made the unfortunate mistake of putting my arm down. On a bar. On yeah. Yeah. What kind of fucking yeah, party did they have in there the night I don't before? Know. They must have had a crazy party. Now, this leads us to our main event. Oh, speaking of super sticky, let's go for oh, a dirty word of the right. week. All right, there it is. Let me back up here. I don't even need the phone. What am I talking about? Uh, the dirty word of the week this week is baby sauce. Baby sauce. This is when you rub your cum in as lotion to make it smooth as a baby's butt. That would be hilarious, but no, it's literally just another name for cum or nut or whatever you want to call it. Oh, damn. Curveball. We moved to the new apartment and the summer shit went away. Yep. The new apartment was too classy for shit. Yep. The last one was just a shit show. Yeah. It's true. All right. So this leads us to our main event and our. I can't believe there's anything to follow that. Oh, yeah. No. And. Trust me, it deserves it. Uh, Skyler versus Jake Manning, title versus career. I did not see this beforehand. I don't know why I didn't, but it gets announced at the show. No holds barred. Makes sense. Um, to give you an idea how this crazy, how crazy this went. Oh, yeah. God. Words are hard. Um, <laughs> Words is tough. You know, over by the merch stand, how there's the two levels. Yes. And there's a wall yes. on the lower level. and the Separates the race. bar from the floor. There's now a hole in that wall. I saw a picture of that. From Sam and Nikki? Uh, them or this girl, Ashley. Okay. That I follow on Snapchat. Yeah, somebody put a hole in that wall. I don't know whose head went through it because I couldn't And see. I actually think that this girl, Ashley, is related to that guy, Ed, that got us the good seats in the front row at Ziggy's. Oh, yeah. Ed is awesome. Shout out to Ed, as usual. Because he was talking to us the whole show. Yeah. Um, great dude. Fan of wrestling for I don't know how long. And he said he thought he was having fun back in the ECW days. Yeah. But to have the balls to call your show another level or believe the hype mm-hmm. and then back it up. Yes. Is just stellar. We love Ed. Skyler put, put Jake through the wall. And there's now a hole in said wall. Um. Skyler went after Jake's bad knee, uh, and Jake sold it. Jake fought through it the entire match. Okay. Um, Skyler, at one point, steals Kevin's belt and starts to beat Jake Manning with it. And Kevin's like, fuck, my pants are going to fall down. So he's trying to call the match while holding 
his pants up, which did not go well. Um, experience, of course, comes in to interfere. But unlike with David Starr, Revolt comes in for the save. You just really upset about this. If you Nobody can, helped your Jew. You gotta help. You gotta help everybody. It's the experience. If you're gonna neutralize experience, neutralize them at all times. Um, Revolt comes in with save. Jake takes everybody out with a dive. Um, table got set up during all this. Just randomly, where they go yeah. serve drinks. What? Skyler set it up in the ring, but Jake. He was gonna sell his Beanie Baby collection. Yeah, Jake. Gets a bag. And again, every time I see a bag. I assume it's filled with gummy bears. I was hoping it was gummy bears. Or something scout related, like merit badges or something. Um, Knotted up pieces of rope. Yeah, something that would have made sense for a man scout. Derby cars. It was. Just a bag filled with derby cars. Pinewood derby cars. Just pinewood derby cars everywhere. Um, But unfortunately, there's thumbtacks. Now. Did he get 69 of them in him? I was curious what would happen here. Because Skyler set up the table, but Jake set up the tax. Who goes through it? Uh, is this like a fucking math a question? question? Is this is this SAT question? Yeah. If John sets up the table. And Jake sets up the thumbtacks. Who goes through the table? Who goes through the table? I'm first. hoping John. You would be incorrect. Well, Jake Manning gets powerbombed onto the TAC table. That's why I don't answer SAT questions with um, hopes. TAC's fucking everywhere. Like, I had to be careful when I was leaving to not get a flat tire. Um, and why don't wheelchair tires just come solid rubber? You can buy them, but it makes it harder to push. So, it's kind of a sacrifice. Um, but you can never get a flat tire. Yeah. It seems they, like a worthy they do, sacrifice. They're also a bitch and a half to put on. So you, you know where you go to have them put on like the, the great escape. Yeah, that's what I do. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if they could put on the solid ones. I, I've never taken them to them. I I'm sure they deal with hipsters. Die, they deal with hipsters on penny farthings. So I'm sure they can deal with your fucking wheelchair. <laughs> uh, Jake gets powerbombed through it. Now, do you think this is the finish? No, you are correct. Big man just kick out, um, with a bad knee. Skyler proceeds to pull a full Bret Hart sign for NXT and put the sharpshooter on Jake's bad knee with tax all in him. And Brian runs out from the back and tells Kevin to ring the bell. That's the end that Jake had given up. Kevin is arguing with Brian. Brian's like, no, it's over. Ring the bell. Kevin's like, he hasn't given up. What the hell? George South appears to save us all. Oh, thank and you. Our Dex, Lord and savior, George South. Dex the shit. Out of Kane and Brewski to neutralize him. Well, sometimes you got to. And the match continues. Um, Man Scout manages to hit Skyler's own move that he had hit on Man Scout earlier. Which was? The pedigree. Okay. And drops him for the three count. Jake Manning is your new PWX. World heavyweight champion. I've never been happier about a story that involved John Schuyler. It's true. Um, I hope this isn't just a one-month thing. I hope this is a long-term thing. Uh, afterwards, Jake cut a little promo. Said, you know, I appreciate you guys supporting me. And, you know, even though I lost every match. Under for life. He got a you deserve it. 
and a you got over chant. And he deserved every minute. He did. Oh, yeah. Cedric cut a promo after his match. How did I miss that? Um, and said, look. Poor reading skills? Probably. Cedric <laughs> said, look, I know there are rumors flying around about me. I may get signed. I may not get signed. I can't tell you either way. Um, but before I go, I want to be a two-time PWX champion. So we're going to get Jake Manning versus Cedric Alexander? I hope so. That seems like a squash match to me. Eh, it could be fun. Jake can go. I'm not saying he can't, but Jake Manning versus Best in the Cedric world. Cedric Alexander. Yeah. There there may have to be some shenanigans to make that There's convincing. going to have to be to make it believable. Um, but I am so happy with how this main event went. Uh, I'm um, glad for the finish because fuck John Skyler. This wasn't as well paced as last month, but that may have had something to do with the heat. Uh, the heat did not help. Uh, it was... It was dragging for a bit, but once it hit that Henry Roddy match, it hustled on through. It was a very okay. strong show, um, and not again, never a bad show out of PWX. No, but when it's ninety five degrees, you need to be another level above another level. People tend to get pissy. Cranky. Yeah, there, when it's there hot. was just no energy for the in between matches. I believe it. Nothing against the in-between matches. Nope. Just um, when you put everybody in a 100-degree room, but this is what happens. There were, we just had nothing I'm left. surprised they didn't flip the ring. Um, so, that was PWX another level. If you are missing PWX, fucking stop it. Go. If, if you live within driving distance of if that. If you're within three hours, you need to be going. Yeah. Because you're going to see some of the best talent yeah, in the world. We've, we've driven three hours to see it. For cheap. I have never paid more, except for the one with Ricky Steamboat, more than $40 for this front row at this show. Yeah, and I'm usually paying less than that. I've paid yeah. $8 just to be in the building. And you saw a fantastic show. I did. Um, so, stop. I did, because that was Callahan Henry. It, this isn't your church parking lot, Indy. This isn't um, big-time wrestling nostalgia show, Indy. This is legit. Nope, these are relevant. Fantastic wrestling go if you enjoy the product it's a very good product if you enjoy if you enjoy the idea of good wrestling if you are mad wwe doesn't have enough wrestling you need to go to pwx yep plain and simple doesn't tell enough stories on wwe go to pwx all of their matches have a storyline of some sort yep whether it's even if it's just within that one match but there's always a story well and you can always grab the gist of it Yep. At that show. It's not it's like true. you had to be there six months ago to understand what's nope. happening. Now, it definitely gives you more of an emotional connection if you've been going for approaching two years. Well, like that's we with anything. But um, I mean, if I dated a girl tomorrow, I wouldn't have nearly the emotional connection I had to her if we'd been dating for two years. That is true. All right. So, uh, I think that finally... Brings us to the end of one hell of a week of wrestling. Yeah, the only other exciting thing that happened was uh, there was an Instagram post of Nikki Bella training with Bailey at the Performance Center. Oh, man. It was basically a shoulder tackle, but yeah. Still. um, I know they're setting up Bailey Asuka, but I kind of wish it would be Bailey Nikki for Brooklyn. I can't wait till we get Sasha Nikki because you know she's coming back wanting her title. That's true. Well, it's not her title. Uh, it will be oh. it's Nikki fucking Bella. All right. So you can follow us at Sad Podcast on 
Twitter, Instagram. You can subscribe to us on iTunes or YouTube or Stitcher or wherever the hell you get your podcasting. Um, keep hitting up the YouTube. Our views have been good there. Uh, word of mouth, please. Tell your friends. Let us Tell your let, friends, friends. Tell them. We, tell your friend's mom I said what up. If you like wrestling, we cover all of it. At, at pretty much. If you want to hear about it, it will be on this show. You just yeah. got to ask. Unless you ask us to do a Survivor Series, we are running long. So Oh, uh, shit. We're going to miss that again. We're going to miss sorry, that Alex. again. I'm sorry, Alex. And once again, we will not get to your dream Survivor Maybe Series next match. Week. Uh, you can follow me at Oznogard, O-Z-N-O-G-R-D. Scoot, where the, can the people find you? Uh, they can find me on Twitter and Instagram at T-H-E-S-C-O-O-T-3-R. All right. And uh, that's all I got for this week. So, shalom, Madre fuckers. <laughs> Rock and roll, Tim. Yeah. <laughs>